0: Hey there, Sudden family. This is Captain Bootscoot, a.k.a. Vanilla Husband, a.k.a. your host, Jesse. I just want to say, this week, I don't know what happened. I think Yosaf Bridge got in and stripped my catalyzer. I'm not sure what happened, but... You are going to notice a little bit of an audio quality drop about five minutes into this episode, only on my end. Everybody else sounds great, but I do want to apologize beforehand, and I promise, promise, promise that if you stick with us, not only are you going to enjoy Josh and Kylie's experience with episode 14 of Firefly, but... Next week, we are going to be dropping something so incredibly special that I can't even really tell you what it is. So, if you listen to this, I will consider it payment for next week's free, amazing, incredible bonus episode. So, before I talk too much, I just want to say thank you for listening and being with us this entire time. And once again, I apologize for the shoddy nature of some of the audio in this show. But I know that you're here because you want to hear about Firefly. So I'm going to stop talking, and you're going to hear about Firefly. Thank you.
1: Hey, Jess, how does the guitar part go? It kind of sounds like... (laughs) Oh, like this? Take my pod, take my cast. Take me where the shows don't last. I don't care, I still see episodes I pay to stream. No more Din, no more Moth, no more take that helmet off. Now that Mando's off Disney, you can watch Firefly with me.
0: my gosh oh my gosh you guys <sighs> breathe jesse breathe welcome to the sudden but inevitable rewatch as always i am your captain jesse i'm also known as vanilla husband and i am also known as captain boot Scoot. i just wanted to make sure that we got all of that out of the way now we are waiting for a couple more of our brown coat family to join us So we're going to drag this out just a tiny little bit. But the only thing that I can really do at this juncture is to introduce my friend, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. How are
2: you doing this week, my friend? Uh, It's been a pretty good week. Excited to be going into the weekend. Excited for some stuff we've got planned for the weekend. Uh, It is just... Happy to be here, I guess.
0: It is going to be a fun weekend. It's always a fun weekend with you guys, though. I mean, even if we're, you know, planning the next show or we're not watching an episode, whatever it is, it's it's always a fun weekend with you guys. And I'm always so grateful that we get to kick it off on a Friday night. Um, Ricky D, if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor, can you go direct message Callie D the link to our YouTube channel so that she can join us? Thank you. Of course the last people that we have to introduce this week. You may have missed them last week, but this week they are here and they are ready to discuss the finale of Firefly with us. Of course, I am referring to the head of the Twist My Arm podcast network and his co-life host, Josh and Kylie. Josh and Kylie, we are so excited to have you guys back with us this week.
3: <laughs>
4: so happy to be back man we're so excited for mortal kombat tonight too but (laughs) we're even more excited to talk about the season finale of firefly um my goodness uh jesse i do want to tell you right now you're skipping a lot like just kind of like oh
0: give me one second let me see if i can clear that up yeah no you're,
4: you're good um Cutter? i am gonna start off by taking off my mask because i am not gonna be able to do a whole show like that
5: yeah. but... <laughs> but um our friend made these yeah
4: i did want to say like uh we are doing a little best flicks mortal Kombat discussion this weekend with our buddy that made those masks um and uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm excited to talk about that tomorrow. Um but I do want to start off by kind of talking about what happened last weekend. It was a crazy 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 weekend. Um our poor kitten Minnie uh got into some lilies and it was very scary because if it, if anyone has cats or knows anything about that which we I didn't. Kylie is the one that caught this which is great, but um apparently lilies are like very, very deadly to cats. Like within days, it, it takes them out. And if if they don't get into the vet within 18 hours, it's pretty much fatal. So we kind of had a freak out. Um, and I I thank you guys, especially Jesse and Ricky for pivoting that day. Cause I just, I just sent them a text and I was like, we got to postpone uh, kitty's going to die or something like that. And <laughs> that was pretty much it. And I I really, really appreciate you guys um, filling in and and the the boobs girls for coming in and filling in. Really, really appreciate that. Um, I do have to to say thank you to everyone that has um, contributed to our GoFundMe. It was not a cheap experience. And I do just want to give a huge... I'm not going to call anyone out by name or anything like that, but just... (laughs) A huge, huge thank you to anyone that, that helped us out. Like Kylie and I cried at least five times this last week with, with that help. And I know it kind of, it's probably more me that did it. Kylie doesn't really cry. She's, <laughs> she's was crying anyway. But... And then At least the he
5: kitties, had an excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the kitties, that's a real big deal to me. Um, And we also just wanted to take the opportunity to just kind of say, you know, if you have cats in your home, Please, um, research, make sure that the cat or the plants that you do have, um, aren't toxic to your pets. That's includes dogs as well. Um, it could be grasses, flowers, um, yeah, anything like that. Most um,
4: bulb flowers, I guess, are really bad for cats.
5: For cats. Um, but you know, like, uh, certain household ferns and things like that. So just make sure that you research yeah. those kinds of things. And I guess that's kind of the best, um, you know, message we can send out there and the best yeah. outcome we can That's, hope for is yeah. just spreading the education about, you know, kind of what happened. So yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. if I could
2: continue on this just a little bit, uh, not only plants, but any other toxic items you might have lying around. I poisoned my roommate's dog once. Uh, so Ooh. this is a good time to talk about it, I guess. My <laughs> yeah. dog was on prednisone, a steroid, and my mm-hmm. dog doesn't take anything off the counters. You could leave like a hot piece of steak on a coffee table and my dog won't touch it. But his dog was a little more mischievous, a little more puppy-like. And I left this bottle of pills on the coffee table and his mm. dog ate the entire thing. And we called I called the vet going, hey, uh, there's a little 15 pound dog that ate like 20 mm. uh, prednisone pills. He'll be okay, right? And she's like, nope, nope. You got to get that dog <laughs> in right now.
4: Not even yeah. a little bit. So Ooh,
2: wow, uh, everything was fine. We were able to save the puppy. He's very happy. He's very healthy. Uh, but it could happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. You
5: never know. You never know. And and like a sweet Josh, what, like he had just surprised me last Friday with a bouquet of flowers, and it just had it was an assortment and it had lilies in it. And you just you just never know those kinds of things. So can,
0: just you don't can just you change educate your, yourself. Can you change your tag? Da- your tag to say sweet Josh, please. That would be <laughs> <Sweet> Josh. <laughs>
3: um,
0: thank
5: yes.
3: yeah, we're, was, we're definitely um
5: very grateful. Um we oh, are happy to cat. say that Minnie is uh Minnie is doing very well. She is yes. back to her normal self. <laughs> I, I gotta say one of the biggest things that we do she was okay was her disproportionate giant poops.
3: <laughs> I I I know, I know it's
5: weird, but like she's like the tiniest, tiniest little cat. And it's like just so dish, but like, but everything's back to normal. She's eating her shreds like crazy, Excellent. and we're happy to have our girl in our arms. That's for sure. So. <laughs> yeah,
4: it was a, it was a that's rough weekend, beautiful. so yeah. I'm so just excited now to finally be doing this show yes, because I've been ready. thinking we're about fascinated. it all week, and, and yeah, Jesse, it seems like you're back and better than ever.
0: That's what I tell people every time I walk into a room, and they never believe me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yep. yep So You're
5: sounding great though
4: Much, okay. much better yes. Excellent,
0: that's that's all I need to hear Because you guys know me if, if there was a version of this podcast that was just me I would still listen to it um, <laughs> this so, <fucking> uh, <laughs> so you guys won a more combat trivia contest And may I say You continue to have cooler backgrounds than the rest of us You guys have a very cool <laughs> swag at the beginning of the show i'm just jealous okay you guys you did a great job congratulations on being really cool and i'm glad that i get to be (laughs) friends with people that are that are that level of cool anyways in case anybody missed it i said hello to everybody by name in the chat (coughs) before and that was rona saxon rosie callie megan polt and then i said i love you dm and i said uh i love everybody here and i think that pretty much catches us up in case anybody got glitched through any of that
4: I I think we're. I think we're good. Yeah. All right. So now, do you guys? I'm gonna. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want this to end. It's too bad. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. We're talking about. I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk about the last episode of Firefly. No. Okay. Okay.
0: Relax. (laughs) I'm really glad that you said that because it gives me a beautiful opportunity to share with everybody here that. Season two of the sudden but inevitable rewatch is going to happen. It's going <clears> to <throat> happen, you guys. We Am have, I invited? Uh, we have a bonus episode of sudden but inevitable dropping, and then we're going to have one or two episodes that cover the movie. Then we're going to take a bit of a break. Then me, Josh, Kylie, and of course my friend Ricky D are going to bring you season two of the sudden but inevitable rewatch should we tell them what we're doing you guys i mean
4: i thought i thought you were now. gonna say it i thought you were okay, gonna say all right
0: it. okay then let's just tell I, everybody what we're doing
4: all right so well, you have to what is it sudden but inevitable rebop and you <laughs> know what that means we're watching yes, cowboy bebop
3: and
0: <laughs> what that also means is that kylie and i will basically be sharing the captain's chair right um, I think it's going to work out really well because there are roughly a little bit more than twice the number of episodes that there are a Firefly of Cowboy Bebop. So we can sort of volleyball it back and forth. We can take turns being in the captain's chair. It's going to be really fun. Kylie and I have seen it before. We're both big anime fans. Uh, Ricky D and Sweet Josh, not so much. <laughs> so um, it's... It's perfect for a lot of reasons, okay? Not the least of which being it's still a space western. There's still only one season of it. It still has rabid hardcore fans, and it is still bleedingly cool. Like, I, I, so I don't cool. want to spoil uh,
4: anything. Wiki and I will be the judge of that. Yes, you will.
0: So- I don't know who Ouchmouth is, but hello, what's up, Ouchmouth? I am so happy that you're here to see these beautiful brown coats. This is our favorite part of the week, and I'm so glad that you could join us. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to be – season two will be the sudden but inevitable Rebop. We're going to start from one and go to the end. And you know what? There's also a movie of that, so we might watch that. Um, If you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop before, this is a great (laughs) – that's beautiful, Saxon. This is a great I chance for you to jump it. in to Cowboy Bebop so that you can watch along with us. Oh, it's Cameron. Hi, Cameron. I love Cameron. Cameron is my friend Cameron from the Green Shirt <laughs>
1: podcast.
3: Cameron, it's a new truck for the next friend, generation. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's one of my favorite Star Trek podcasts ever. And uh, I was also on it and uh, they're also award winning. Just like we are, thanks to it goes down in the PM. There's going to be a lot of shout outs in this episode. You guys, I'm running out of time to get them in. So just keep that in mind. We're just going to
4: have to plug them in at random as we're talking today.
0: We will, (laughs) and if you want to watch Cowboy Bebop along with us for season two of the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, it's currently on Hulu in America. Now, for those of our listeners who are international, uh, I don't know what to do, but my friend Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D is really good at figuring out what's available on what streaming service in what region, so don't worry, he's got you covered. And if all else fails, you can get it at Walmart for like 30 bucks on Blu-ray, and it's gorgeous. So...
4: Well, I wonder if we that could do exciting. like a I wonder if we could do like a private room cuz we could do it in StreamYard where I could just play the show in StreamYard, we all watch it together and then we talk about it afterwards. We, we could did, do we that could bring, for like a couple episodes, you know what I mean? And yeah, then we could be in special episodes. Chat
0: with yeah, mm-hmm. with our shepherds maybe. I mean, they're going to have to get a new name next season. And mm-hmm. actually that also means that next season the opportunity to become a shepherd of shine totally open season right we're gonna wipe the slate clean and what i mean by that is i'm not getting rid of all the people that are shepherds of shine right now but i need to see them here with us one time for cowboy bebop and then they will retain their status they're not gonna be called Shepherds of Shine, though, because that doesn't make any sense of Cowboy Bebop. Kylie and I will work right. together to come up with a name. I've already figured I've out the name for the seven button <laughs> shout out. So got ideas. we're very excited, you guys. Uh I can tell by his face that Ricky D is like ecstatically excited. Sweet Josh, <laughs> Kylie. Do you guys have any corrections? I, I'm gonna be honest, it was it's been a Dude. while since I listened to our coverage of episode 13 so if we made any mistakes i'm gonna have to rely on the chat to bring those up within the next like 30 seconds because i don't think we made any mistakes that doesn't mean it didn't happen it just means that i didn't write them down and you may have also noticed sudden family look i have a phone with me normally sudden but inevitable is running off my phone it's not anymore because gracious sweet josh loan me one of his laptops so now i can look at my notes and make funny tweets i'm not going to because i get distracted but like i can look at my notes i can do all kinds of stuff if you need me to i can look something up on the spot it's just it's cool this is the future of the sudden but inevitable rewatch from here on out the quality only goes up speaking of the quality only going up on twitter you guys are blowing us away we are getting really close to 600 followers we're like 20 to 30 followers away from 600 and i can't thank you all enough for that um and because this is just sort of who i am we're also really close to a thousand listens and that just saying it gives me goosebumps so thank you guys (laughs) so much for all the listens i can't believe how happy we are with that and uh kelly says we're good with the mistakes you guys so Unless you have anything you'd like to insert here, maybe a random shout out, maybe you want to say, hey, check out Cheap Seat Cast Review's uh, episode with Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D, where they talk about Shutter Island, or maybe Sweet Josh has a plug he'd like to make here.
4: (laughs) I do, absolutely. I want to plug the Marvel Can of Madness podcast. If you guys haven't watched that show yet, there's going to be a huge huge thing happening on the mcm soon um those of you that have been watching know that there was a little bit of a bet between the intrepid dm and i and that is going to get settled this week well not settled but it'll get settled in the next two weeks and it's going to be hilarious <laughs> so that's <a> thing. <laughs> um, but you we also definitely... do have um yeah. uh i just talked with aaron from it's a fandom pod on thursday it's a fandom thing and oh, that was a fandom thing pod i'm sorry yes um but we had a really ricky and i actually had a really good conversation with her um and that will be coming out next thursday i've changed the days of twist upload from tuesday to thursday that, speaking of Aaron, she, she was actually, here <laughs> that's yeah, awesome um, but there was a, such a fun conversation. I had a great time, and uh, this I'm sorry upcoming week—oh, it. it's it's totally fine. This upcoming week, we have uh, Brother America coming on, which is very perfect for the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier because they are um, kind of educators in the BLM movement, and I am very uneducated in a lot of that stuff. So I'm extremely excited to to talk to them and um, and just just have a conversation you know it be a good time but go ahead kylie
5: um so this is just a girl thing but i just want to like mention that the color of my hair in this video that purple is my actual hair color <laughs> i just wanted to say that
0: it's not josh like messing with the
4: the filters no
5: it that's totally my hair color
4: <laughs> i it
5: so I'm done, though. That's it. Thanks.
4: Uh, Thanks Big shout-out to Kylie's hair today. (laughs) Yeah, great plug, Kylie. Okay, so you guys... I'm
5: telling you, though, girl thing. Girls understand.
0: Can we... Okay, first of all, Cameron, is that supposed to shine me on? Come join us in 600 Club? You are my favorite (laughs) rivalry, sir. Um, Karen, I I was absolutely uselessly exhausted. I really wish that I could have joined um, Sweet Josh and Ricky D for their interview with you, but okay, because I am going to listen to the heck out of it. I actually didn't even get to listen to the last episode of Marvel Can of Madness. Work has been insane this week. And like I said, that's just makes everything that we get to do at the end of the week feel so much more meaningful to me. Because it's like, you guys, yeah. I'm going to sit around with my family at the dinner table on my tiny little spaceship that's just barely held together with love and duct tape. So...
4: i've never wanted to not be at work more it's uh 420 week and at a dispensary in 420 week oh man it's it's been a long week
5: for him that's for sure so i'm I'm,
4: this is like i don't know this is like heaven to me right now
5: (laughs) well and this is like a special one too we've been looking forward to this
4: exactly
0: yes all right Callie says that Kylie's hair absolutely deserves a shout out. I didn't screw up either of those names, so thank you,
5: ladies. They thought I was so dumb. I-
0: <laughs> That's not true, Kylie.
5: Appreciate it, um, appreciate
0: it. I would before we before I hand the synopsis um, to my friend Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. I would like to say, I feel like Kylie should be made to get a twitter account if she's going to be co-hosting the sudden but inevitable rebop i mean yeah, it just okay. kind of <laughs> makes sense it just kind of makes hey. sense you guys just throwing it out there okay, okay. so okay, um okay. everybody that yes everybody that <laughs> follows me at twist my arm cast at sudden but or at best flix ricky d or even if you happen to follow at cheap seat cast or at green shirt 87 or at fandom thing pod or you know any other people Go follow Kylie's handle as soon as we put it out because it's going to be super good. We already picked it out for her. It's perfect. I love you all.
4: Okay.
5: So, it's probably going to be ridiculous.
4: Um, me- message me that Message me that in the private chat. I'm going to make her a Twitter as this show goes on.
5: I like Saxon's I suggestion.
0: I will attempt to do this. Saxon, it's not bad, but trust me, you're going to like it's this. It's probably taken. If you follow, well, you guys if you follow Josh, you
5: in mind. okay.
0: if you guys follow Josh at my arm cast, then you're going to like this um so my friend ricky d from best flicks with ricky d if you wouldn't mind please give Wait. us the synopsis what
4: don't we have a voicemail to listen to oh
0: my gosh do we have a voicemail to
4: listen to i'm pretty sure we do
0: what is this 2009
2: let's listen to our voicemail i'm gonna start reading the synopsis pretty soon here No, no, no! Gonna... no not... <laughs> i want to listen to the voicemail ricky d go for it josh all
0: right well hey there sudden
6: but inevitable
0: team it's cameron from
6: the green shirt podcast how you guys doing i heard you had
4: Yeah, i'm starting it over
6: well hey there sudden but inevitable team it's cameron from the green shirt podcast how you guys doing i heard you had captain picard call you the other week that is crazy cool anyway i just wanted to call your last episode of the series just wanted to say I've had a great time re-watching this show with you guys. It's been a lot of fun, but I know that in some ways, the best is yet to come. So <laughs> I'm not going to get too emotional yet. I just wanted to call and get your guys' take on something I noticed, this rewatch that I, I never really noticed before. I was surprised by how many episodes ended with Mal kind of having a heart-to-heart, usually with one other member of the crew. And it, it really, I mean, not in a bad way, but... It kind of gave me a, uh, you know, like, well, kids, this is what we learned this week. Kind of, kind of Saturday morning cartoon almost ending. Like, did, <laughs> did anyone else ever pick up on that? Like, it was very uh, my little brown coats friendship is shiny type moment <laughs> with with them all there, just just kind of putting nice. into words what we all learned this episode. And uh, you know, had it been cheesy, it would have been terrible. But it was so well done. I never really noticed it till this time, and it's. It's kind of cool. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'll be tuning in and cannot wait to get to Serenity with you guys.
0: All right. Yes. Uh, Cameron out.
4: That
0: was awesome. Thank Thanks, you so Cameron. much, Cameron. That was great. <laughs> yeah. um, and yes, to your point, I, I actually hadn't noticed that um, until the first time I listened to your voicemail, like last week or the week before when you sent it, because you're very considerate and you got it in ahead of time. Um <laughs> Again, if you haven't listened to Green Shirt, a newbie's trek through the next generation, what are you doing with Um But I think that it it does sort of feel almost like it's uh, almost like the moment, right? Like we have to put something in so that people will understand and we're really going to beat him over the head with it. So let's put this in at the end of every episode. And maybe I actually, now that I think about it, Cameron, maybe it's meant to show, uh, malcolm's growth throughout the series right like at the end of every show every episode he has that heart to heart with one character and it's meant to show us you know he's reflecting something different now or maybe the character is you know taking something from him and they've learned it i don't know i'm there's no way for me to really comment on that without like watching all the episodes of firefly again so i guess i'll have to do that at some point uh we'll just make those into bonus episodes next season and we'll just go back and watch through the season, the season of Firefly. I think that sounds like a good idea. You know, so <laughs> Josh and Kylie, that one's okay. is there anything else? Ricky
2: D is about to explode.
4: Nope. Ricky, please go. I'm sorry. I am. I okay. apologize.
2: All right. So the synopsis for objects in space written by Joss Whedon, directed by Joss Whedon. And this episode did play December 13th, 2002, Two weeks before the first episode aired. So just to be clear. Wait. Oh. Yeah. The, the original yep. pilot. Yeah. River picks up a gun she finds in the cargo bay, which she sees as a tree branch, frightening the crew into wondering if she is too dangerous to be let loose. Bounty hunter Jubal Early sneaks aboard the ship in flight, incapacitates some of the crew and captures Simon. River agrees to go with Early in exchange for leaving her brother and the ship in peace. However, she orchestrates a plan to dispose of Early. Mal confirms her place as a member of the crew. Okay.
0: we do anything. First note, anybody else immediately upset by the violins? Like, why? It's a funeral procession, and it's been two actual seconds. Like, I'm not exaggerating. It's two seconds in, and there are violins. Why are they doing this to me? Did anybody else pick
2: up on that? Nah, I would I missed that. No, but My I picked thing, up on the uh, noticed was all of the feet shots, the feet, uh, feet yeah. shots in the first like three minutes of the episode. God, yeah. The
5: first thing I noticed was that uh River wasn't wearing shoes, and I was just <laughs> like ow <laughs> like, yeah. don't get me wrong i'm like a free spirit don't wear shoes kind of thing you
4: got those, like, <laughs> metal is that
5: what you call them yeah exactly Mm-mm.
4: <laughs> the first thing i noticed was and it's funny because you guys said that this wasn't obviously aired as the season finale which one was aired as the actual season finale the
2: very first episode that two hour long yeah.
4: serenity one
0: yeah so the one that we watched first is the one that got aired last and yes, Saxon is right. Josh had a thing about feet.
5: Oh my God. I totally like just last
2: Josh time. is going to have a conniption right now. <laughs> <laughs> we tell him this it, every week, but he just hasn't it, accepted it. He hasn't let it be right. information <laughs> like sink
0: just in. Like like he's, they didn't,
3: they didn't actually just like do that he's that pretty sure
0: that he's seen the movie that we're going to watch in a week yeah. from now.
3: <laughs> like
0: which is also have we
2: not already. watched
4: that movie it's about 90 not.
2: minutes long no a... <laughs> don't make me pull it out again i don't even have to so, go anywhere to get it this time I knew, so pilot... I,
5: I knew that two episodes ago that this was a yeah Ho- hold
4: up so, hang on you... because this the opening scene of this is like season finale effects mm-hmm. like yeah it's panning in and going through the ship and it's like they spent a lot more money on this episode Mm -hmm. because it was the season finale and you're telling me (laughs) that they played this episode first so they blew their load on the
0: first episode no listen very carefully only to me and do not look at your screen the first episode of this show that they played on tv was the train job then they didn't air all the episodes everything was out of order Then they aired this episode, which is clearly meant to be last. But then after this episode, they aired the first episode that we watched together for this show, which is 90 minutes long and is called Serenity and is different from the movie that takes place after the series, which is also about 90 minutes long and is also called Serenity. Also, okay,
5: okay, so that's, yep, that's where I was You're talking.
0: at the end of the series here, Josh, but it feels like I'm telling you for the first time that there's actually a movie that ties up some of the stuff from the stuff that didn't get tied up, so I'm really excited to be the one to tell you that again for the ninth time.
5: I, I know. See, and I was just telling him, it took me about it was two about two episodes ago that it finally clicked for me. And again, guess and it's, not, it's finally clicking for him. And
0: it's not his fault because it's the world's most confusing stupid thing that anyone ever did totally. with a series. Totally. Like of course he wouldn't understand. And Josh makes like seven podcasts, you guys. It's not like the details are
4: going to slip through the cracks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean I, <laughs> okay so my so, whole yes. first part of this was moot because to me this was the season finale and they use finale effects and now i'm just it still is though but that's the thing is this is still the end Meant
0: to be yeah this is still the end of the series on tv and then okay. after this we're going to watch the movie which takes place after this episode so keep that in mind yeah
2: this was so nice everything to that be you... the
0: finale they just shuffled it Right. So everything that you felt watching it and everything that you feel that applies to the end of it, of the show is still valid because this is the end of the show. They just didn't let people experience it that way.
4: So (laughs) I need a drink. I will be right back. You should get a drink. (laughs) Oh,
5: I guess I'm piloting this thing over here.
0: It's okay, Kylie. It's a preview into the future. So this first scene (laughs) that we get with Kaylee and Simon, right? Like, it's very um uh familiar like it feels like they're kind of implying there's been a ton of development in their relationship off screen Mm -hmm. right like oh it's been six or seven months since the last episode they're totally comfortable with each other now everything is fine and then i mean you kind of get to the point where you're like oh maybe not because maybe not (laughs) but like you know it's watched it in air to order saxon that would be mean why would we do that to somebody when we have the choice not to do that to somebody (laughs) it's so cruel but we can watch it in in the air to order for our second watch through like we could go for all of our bonus episodes next season we could go in the air to order and then that would give josh like even a more realistic experience saxon is trying to torture you with your next rewatch josh so um dude get (laughs) out of here (laughs) this scene with river i feel like it does this really good job of illustrating how like uh, threatening it would feel to be able to feel everybody else's emotions and hear their most private thoughts because that would be uncomfortable Right? Like, I mean, Absolutely. I like to try to be a nice guy, but I'm sure that there are people that every time I walk past them, they like, there goes that guy again. I could smack him every time I see him. And if I had to hear that all the time, I would be like, Ricky I know that you think that every time you see me, but you're also on my podcast, so I feel like I'm pretty safe.
2: Well, just because I think <laughs> it doesn't mean I say it also. So people right, can really if I could, act very kind if I could and very hear nice it. and have some nasty thoughts, and those right. are what's jamming into her brain. Yeah. I don't know that I would say you act very nice,
0: but yeah, it's, it's, it's really threatening. Like it really illustrates why she would feel like so uncomfortable all the time. Right. Like. Totally. She's, That's she's, why
5: I was like, no wonder she's freaking crazy, dude.
0: Yeah. And no and wonder. the way that it brought me back to what Simon said on Ariel, they, they removed her filter. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so she's getting everything from everyone. And it feels like maybe some of those wires are crossing, right? And what a great way to illustrate that. I love that they have the, uh, every time a wave crashes, the audio changes, right? Like it goes from like that weird river sounding sound to like what it actually sounds like. But up until that moment in the background, you hear like a whoosh, And as soon as that wave breaks, it changes. So in this moment, river is both the vessel and the river right she's in some moments she's the medium and in other moments she's the traveler and it's just I I love this whole scene with river Um, what did you guys have for the start of the episode I don't mean to talk forever
4: Um, I had whoa is river seeing thoughts and again like you guys are saying that would be the scariest thing I would I would hate to see Kylie's thoughts when I walk into a room (laughs) you know oh I bet you're gonna throw another dish in the sink aren't you (laughs) Oh, you're gonna cry like again, that. aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we well, can gonna watch a music video and cry again. Yeah, great. No, I love you. <laughs> but um, I, I really liked. I don't know. I just it finally gave us a a, a really good insight on on what her powers are. I guess you know, mm-hmm. and it's not just that she can. Read thoughts, but that she can feel things as well. Like when you saw Wash and uh, Zoe doing the nasty.
5: Uh, right. And she, she could yeah. like,
4: feel that. And she's like, oh, oh well, I got to get like, out of like, here. She's touching
5: her arm and she's like, oh, that's like tingly, you know. And then right. right. that oh. the
0: look on her face after that tells you that she immediately understands why this is a problem. She just right. doesn't yeah. really know how it works. But she's like, oh, that's not okay. Like, she knows, so she's fully aware that that's not how it's supposed to be.
4: Right. And that was, it was, it was kind of, it was sad to kind of see her have to go through that and kind of get an insight on what she's had to go through for her entire life, Yeah, you know, and, and kind of be like, oh man, this poor girl. But there was, there was one a lot moment of, a lot of things
2: when River had the tree branch, which turned, which turned out to be a gun, and Mal got it out of her hands. She said, it's just an object. It doesn't mean what you think, which was mm-hmm. really interesting. Hmm. Uh, Just because Especially you considering
4: know,
2: today, gun, guns. Yeah, guns have very <laughs> inherent danger, but they aren't necessarily meant. I don't know what I'm really, how to end this. So, they are meant for destruction, but that's not what their purpose is 100% of the time.
0: I think what it was meant to illustrate was that it's her saying Okay, this is a, I mean, not spoilery, right, because we've heard that everybody's seen the episode, we've heard the synopsis, but this this ties her thematically to Jubal Early, right, because Jubal Early comes in and he's in the same room and he goes, you know, people don't appreciate the space of places, you know, the, the feel of things, you know, and so he's talking about, you know, objects in space. And she's just saying what she's saying is I've just picked this up to appreciate the beauty of its form and to feel what it feels like. I wanted to touch it. I'm not going to shoot anybody. Like I, I know why you would think that, but it's just an object. I'm just looking at it. Right. It's more that she's, it's not that she's childlike it's that her communication in that mode sounds like a child. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, um, she's like, I'm just playing with the thing. I just want to, you know, tactile, just want to learn about the thing. I want to touch it. Uh, is how, is how I took that. And to your point, Shepard Saxon, is she interpreting things correctly? I think that's kind of what River is trying to come to terms with, right? Because she's, she's going, I'm hearing what they're actually thinking, but does that, is that really who a person is, right? Like, is a person really their deepest, darkest, most private thoughts? Or is a person the collection of actions and things that they do and say out loud in their real life with the people around them, right? Like, you could argue one way or the other, but one of those has practicality and one of those could make you go insane. So, you know, I think that that's, that's part of the point here, right, is that River is maybe trying to figure out which thing to do. Should I just live practically or should I maybe go insane? <laughs> like,
4: cause... Do you think some of that had to do with the medications that Simon was giving her Because later on, they had mentioned to Simon, you know, is this... You know, I thought you had things under control. And he was like, well, she doesn't take medicine the same way or it doesn't... Her like, system
2: breaks it down. Breaks it so down. So while she yeah. was she was kind of had everything under control a few weeks ago. Now her system has broken down this medication and it no longer accepts the healing factors of the medication. So it's basically like taking okay. a sugar pill. Okay. So yeah. She's
5: holding a tolerance. Okay. And if, so, and if medication in that,
0: 500 years is anything like it is now, then that probably invalidates like whole branches of stuff that he could give her, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, sure. now I have to, that's why he's saying I got to find another medicine.
4: Right. Okay. That that makes sense. And it's kind of, I mean, that's kind of why I think she would have done that is because her medicine just wasn't working at the moment. Like it works for a week and then she's just kind of snaps again because she gets used to yeah. the medicine. And then she has an episode where she shanks Jane or you know <laughs> tries to shoot somebody with a tree branch She's, or something like that. She sliced him.
0: She didn't really shank him. But
4: yeah, um, you're right. I mean she wanted to shank him though. We all know. Yeah. It.
0: <laughs> she wanted him to know that she could. <laughs> and that she yeah. might yeah. um I really in this opening scene I promise we'll get past the first scene in a minute, but in this opening scene I really love the difference between how Mal's voice sounds to Inara and how it sounds to River. To Inara he's mm-hmm. like, yeah we'll uh, we'll stop there, we'll find a spot for you, everything we find. And then to River, he's like didn't any of that mean anything? Like his voice is almost breaking when River hears what he's feeling, and it's like, and that's a stark contrast, and I appreciate it, and it's very effective. Um, yeah.
4: So, the like first, all of that. Thing... I like when I like Jane and and Shepard talking, and he's like,
5: oh Shepard, weird. Yeah. They were
4: talking about uh, just their whole conversation was like, oh you don't, you don't, you don't do it, Shepard. You don't like, you know get down with other women and he's like you know I took an oath of uh, a hypocritic oath of whatever and and I don't really you know do that and he's like so so like you you don't have anything down there and he's like well more or less and I'm like wait what (laughs) that whole conversation was crazy about
0: well and here's the other thing that I didn't think about last week and that he reiterated this week he never married right and we had We had heard that maybe that was like uh, slang or, you know, uh, code lingo for, yeah, for being gay and not out. Yeah,
5: we talked about that the first episode. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. So if you go back to the Heart of Gold, he's surrounded by all these prostitutes and he's very nervous, very embarrassed. But you don't really get the sense that it's because he's never had sex before, right? Like, because he didn't used to be a shepherd, that's pretty clear. So to me, yeah. there was almost like this other kind of uncomfortable there, and I I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. It's possible, right?
4: Yeah. And, and I think to answer Saxon's question, I think she was interpreting things correctly. I think she was interpreting the feelings correctly, at least, especially when it came to uh, Mal and Anara um, when they yeah. were talking and, and you heard that kind of that conversation that you heard what mal wanted to say and what inara wanted mal to say and like I, you know jane his thoughts were probably pretty legit too he was him and shepherd were both kind of jerks in their thoughts when it came <laughs> to river so um, but actually I, I would think that's kind of legit
0: i think shepherd's thoughts were actually if you go back and watch that scene his thoughts were pointed at jane
4: because they, they were, were talking. Yeah, that's what I oh, okay. Got yep. That yeah. makes sense. That makes when sense. she
0: walked in. Yep. And yep, it no. confirms I don't what trust I said.
3: You.
0: Yeah. It confirms what I said when I was saying that because he was like, I don't trust you at all. And that's what yeah. he was trying to do during the message before River laid on yep. the body and be like, yep. what's going on? Yep, so that right. was, I loved that moment. That was, I'm really glad that you saw that too, Kylie. Um, why doesn't Mal never stop one sentence short of the bad plot dialogue? Like everything is fine, and then he goes, Come on, we're alone out here. And you're like, Oh, if you hadn't said that, I mean, I mean, of course there'd be no episode, right? But it's like, come on, why did you say we're alone out here? Like, how slave one is this ship, Josh?
4: Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and to further slave one, my next note is, Oh, Firefly Boba Fett. Sweet. <laughs>
2: he was meant to be Boba
4: Fett.
2: He was yes. very clearly not i don't know clearly but he was specifically modeled after boba fett
4: and that makes so much sense it makes it makes sense in in the aspect of like that dude was crazy he was nuts oh my god and you never knew how crazy boba fett was in star wars people just imagined how much of a
5: he didn't like talk much right
4: no not not till like mandalorian or the books or something but like I, i don't know a lot of people thought that he was just kind of a maniacal bounty hunter that was just out for blood you know and uh, uh yeah i did it, it's space boba fett firefly boba fett and uh serenity being slave one it's pretty much you're you're, you're yeah. correct I, I can't even so
3: spoiler alert
0: <laughs> i love the character of jubal early like i the, because and what i mean by that is i think he's basically an anti mal and that makes him nearly perfect for this like the role that he he plays incredibly smart i mean i think that's a very good character to go up against mal and especially in a couple of one-on-one once we get you do definitely get the feeling that it's like this is a toss-up here like whoever has the better luck at the moment is going to come out on top like and I yeah. love that because up to this Up to this point Mal has had better luck Than everybody in the rest of the verse right like that's His his superpower is that He has supernatural luck And he knows that he has
3: that good luck
4: Right I so, I kind of liked that Mal wasn't in a lot Of this episode he was pretty Absent for the most part um, And it was cool to see The rest of the crew and kind of What they do without Mal Involved um, and it, it brought out a lot of Strengths in people I think um, especially River And uh, Kaylee um, I think this was kind of a, a River Kaylee centric episode to be honest Like just the The emotions that um, the, the emotions That that Kaylee was Was having towards River And the, the like pain that she had Because she was like ah she's my friend But she kind of scares me And then the The growth that River had in this, realizing that, you know, she, what what are we pointing at? What's going on? Oh, because he just coughed on Uh, you.
0: (laughs) Guys, my friend scares
3: me. Go ahead.
4: (laughs) Oh, oh man. But River kind of learning about, you know, how people kind of really feel about her, you know, as she's listening to them chat about what they're going to do with River after the whole gun scenario. Um, But her being kind of the better person and still realizing that that ship was her home Well,
5: let's not forget about the fact like okay yeah so she river was you know everybody she's sweet and everybody should be nice to her and kind but while she's listening to these people she's standing on the freaking ledge <laughs> like like a freaking crazy person No no that's like a
4: child that's like a kid when you're young and you're, no, young, was, and you're listening to your parents her... yell at each other you she put got, your head on the She ceiling. got up
5: there because she was a kid getting up on the she bars She was putting so her ear put to, her to the, her, the like a,
4: a to t- the ceiling
5: Right like no. to a vent but she stood there in this crazy origami position like no, a crazy sense.
4: person Yeah you had to she had to No, normal
5: people don't do that.
4: (laughs) And as we learned, she is a psychic assassin. So, like
5: crazy. But what I'm saying is, you know, we're like, oh, she's just, you know, just a child. No,
4: she's standing. Okay, all right. So she's an adult child that's learning herself. She's
5: (laughs) a crazy person.
3: (laughs)
4: And
0: when they, when they're arguing about is she dangerous or not, right? Wash is very spicy while Zoe is sitting between him and. Jane. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like just it's getting like, on just Jane. That was great. Jab you forever while while Zoe is here. As long as Zoe is here, I will do that.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, and then so, well then but then ahead. but then Wash says something stupid. He brings it back down, and he's like, "Oh man, that sounds like something from a, from science fiction." And Zoe looks at him and goes, <laughs> "You're on a spaceship." Yeah, that was perfect.
5: Honey. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what are we watching?" Because that I'm was like, sure
4: that was the most meta line of this entire show. I think was was that little interaction them telling you, "Don't forget, this is a, a, a space oh. sci-fi."
0: <laughs> Callie D has clearly n- never lived in an American apartment. Sometimes you can hear the, through the ceiling slash floor, Callie
5: D. Yeah, um, in America, they're made of like cardboard.
4: Yeah, yeah. Is- nothing. They're okay. made of nothing. <laughs> building sticks cardboard.
5: Somehow yeah, it rains from your ceiling a lot of the time. <laughs>
4: We'll have to do a podcast about the time that I had to have the talk because I heard things through this uh, ceiling.
5: <laughs> oh wow! Yes, let's let's not do that Escalate now. quickly. So
0: um, ceilings are bring, bad here. <laughs> bring us all back. Uh, check out Twist My Arm podcast. They recently released their <laughs> episode where they interviewed Erin from It's a fandom thing podcast. Josh and Ricky D sat down with her. Um, so. I'm also love- posting
4: Kylie's new Twitter handle in the chat.
0: Oh, here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. You brown coats. you You ready? First. Here
4: we go. Boom. Okay,
5: so that's my handle. But what is the thing that your says?
4: name okay. is Wiley Kylie? The
5: name is Wiley. Kylie. Your
4: handle is at Miss My Armcast. Okay.
3: There we go,
4: ladies and gentlemen.
5: Not have Wiley Kylie.
4: Yes. Please. It is there. Follow. It is there
0: i will follow momentarily i just have to say we haven't talked a ton about the music of this series and we'll probably do a bonus episode on that but to that point i love the evil clarinet in this episode okay because when i was a kid i wanted to play saxophone and if you're not if you if you don't have natural talent they make you start on a clarinet and so you know two or three years into the clarinet you're like you know what? I don't think I even care about the saxophone. And you know how I know that? Because I don't care about the clarinet. And, and then you stop playing. And and you know what? Before we get all the crazy, insane, you know, clarinets clar- clar- coming after me on Twitter because I know you're going to I'm totally kidding. Uh I respect musicians of all kinds. I just really suck at playing clarinet. So I love that the clarinet in this episode is evil. I really like that. See, Callie plays sax. They probably didn't make Callie's cool. clarinet. She probably starting a clarinet she probably was just like oh pick this up and then she was like this little Kenny G and then she went into cardiology <laughs> and drawing and writing yeah way to, way to brag about your daughter Rona I would too I'm gonna
5: say better, woman to of fair. all yeah. talents yeah okay
4: yeah I, I played uh I played French horn back in back in middle school I played French horn yeah. and hey, and, an hey, and trumpet and
2: sixth grade I was I mean, in band and I played saxophone basically because I wanted to be Lisa Simpson
3: <laughs> and okay. I, I faked
2: it. it for one year. I Cali faked did it for not one year on the band. internet.
5: So I was a foreign language nerd and there weren't very Same. many of those, so I had to hang out with the band geeks. You what were you? Spanish?
0: Uh Spanish and then uh, French for the last okay. two or three years.
5: See, I took like six years of French. I feel like j- all about that.
4: Jesse was a bit of a drama nerd too, if you guys can't oh, yeah. tell.
5: So you could hang in, in the theater, kids and stuff. That's yeah. who I had to hang out with.
2: Jesse did a like dinner play situation. Like, oh, he, those he are was so He At dinner. It's true. I have, I have been like a murder paid.
5: mystery kind of shit.
2: <laughs> I, yes, it
0: was a murder mystery, actually. I have, I've been paid to in front of people that were eating. Not a lot, but it was a time ago. And I, I would probably be better at it now than I was then. But, you know.
3: Josh, so fun. I'm so
0: results for At Miss My Armcast. What is happening? <laughs> uh, okay. So we have from Pult. Oh, T- Pult also speaks American Sign Language. That's cool.
3: That uh, is cool.
0: C- Callie says there's a reason that my sex phone playing is past tense. Oh, probably because she got bored and wanted to become ridiculously talented at something else um (laughs) so let's move along if we can uh i love that mal says somebody in here could somebody here could be a danger while they're talking about river. but of course jewel early is already on top of their ship how cool was that shot of him like peeking his head out into the window which basically nobody ever does while you're in space i love that shot
5: my first immediate thought was i was like hmm is there gravity on that ship? And so I'm thinking sciency stuff. I'm like, either they have like a gravity making thing to make it gravity, but
4: that's very science. But
5: the sciency thing that I was thinking of, okay. The sciency thing that I was thinking of, um, I know you God. So, um, so I would think though, if you're in space and there's nothing out there, there's no gravity in space. That anything would have more of a gravitational pull. So, Kylie, yes. Oh,
0: just by, just by virtue of having mass, is what you're saying?
5: Exactly. Yeah, that's that's yes. the science so thing the, that I was talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the ship the would have boots. a little bit of mass, but yeah, Ricky so is right. Magnet boots. boots, like they're made of metal. But here's the thing: so that I've always I haven't looked up the the schematics or anything but that part of the of the ship on serenity that rotates i sort of theorize that that's some kind of gravity generation thing like on sure. 2001 a space auto see there artificial gravity is walking in that loop right so you, you can always yeah. be along the outside edge so my head that like creates gravity and then disperses the ship but i don't know
4: Oh, that's- well, well I was so thinking you know, artificial gravity in a way where it he
5: jumps off though yeah. and he goes he floats straight down so it's got to be either the boots or mm. it's got to have some well, sort of gravitational
0: pull. He doesn't need to have gravity because if he pushes off of his ship in a vacuum then he doesn't need more than a slight push to just float forever, right? Because there's nothing that's right. going to impede his his inertia we so. saw
5: that when he got kicked so
0: <laughs> right exactly and his boots must not have been made
4: for walking right
0: sorry had um magnets in them at that moment neither neither me nor josh could get through that that was great <laughs> <laughs> god <laughs> josh can you just go follow us from kylie's account we, nobody can find her we i already did
3: you, we i already i okay. followed josh, i already
4: followed sudden butt I'm, I'm okay, working on I it, man. Will... I'm working on it, guys. <laughs>
5: I don't know there anything about Twitter. I'm excited to learn so I can like share crazy. You're things. gonna be. There I'm just.
4: At Twitter. I'm just going Do to. You think so?
5: I don't know much about it, but
4: I'm just time. going to sudden butt and finding all of your posts and going yep. to all the likers. There's the intrepid. There you go. There I see. you go. I, see all that. I did so one so following has all Susie. The shows there's in Meg. Oh, there's Callie D. There's, Meg, in the... there's cool, cool. Intrepid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: okay so really quick question um he early comes in he kicks a bunch of ass and then he's totally in charge and we're like oh man he's uh, so funny how crazy. and i just
4: want to say uh sorry one, one more thing as before we move on from the twitter thing ricky had no problem finding kylie just saying
2: well i i looked i went through sudden butts friends <laughs> oh,
4: okay <laughs>
2: okay sorry
4: i just saw I you pop you up and script. i was like i didn't even follow him <laughs>
0: You guys can go back and look at the screen. Anyways, um, I love you, Josh. I'm not trying to be a dick. So (laughs) it comes naturally. So he's doing really well. He's, you know, he gets everybody incapacitated and he's totally in charge. Um, And we're like, okay, this is a problem. And then immediately he gets a little weird. Like, is this Uh, him being weird? He got more than a little weird. But like got, right away, he wasn't that weird. Like the first thing he did was kind of a little weird, and then the second thing was super weird. It was like, oh, that's off, and then the second thing was like, oh, he's gone. Like mm. that's,
4: the first I, thing wasn't I,
0: that off, I don't think.
4: the The first impression the first I first got thing, of him was was Firefly Boba Fett. The second impression I got was uh, rapist. Like it was it was very quick. It was well, not because, like there was they that's they made he said, sure that, knew that he was a bastard. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but God. Like, I mean, why did they throw that, just in that? that in there? <laughs> well, I
5: know, yeah, that was a little God. jarring, but so I could see why they threw that.
0: My friend Ricky D from Best Licks with Ricky D watches this show with the commentary, and he sent me a clip of the commentary from this, which happens to be by the show's creator, and he talks about writing this scene, and it's possibly the most uncomfortable thing I've ever, like, listened to as far as... yeah. Like with new information and changed context, you know, listening to a thing that's old and I don't, I'm not going to link it and I'm not going to have you guys play it because it's, it's just really weird. But if you want, you can go look up the commentary for this episode from the DVD and look up the Jubal Early scene between him and Kaylee. It's really weird. Josh, Ricky D has the clip. He can send it to you. It's just, it's really, I don't want to do it right now because it's really gross. Um, So uh, yeah at
4: i first i, I, I could have done without that i would have liked to like this villain you know because right. there hasn't been really a villain in firefly that What's i like, really liked badger you know? i yeah. love badger from, okay, from you love purely, badger but like
0: <laughs> from a purely villain standpoint i get why he did that he did it because he's able to look at her and know what thing will shake her the most mentally like, maybe he wouldn't really do any of those things, but he knows which words will freak her out the most. But I agree with you 100%, Josh. Like, I could have yeah. done without the whole scene, he could have just showed up and been like, hey, I know exactly how the engine works. Like, you know, uh,
2: I'm, I'm
4: gonna tie you up or
2: whatever it is. Yeah, like, he, he could have threatened her anyway, but.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right.
2: I'm Moving. here for River so I can make money, not right. I'm here to
4: to be oh my push myself on man. the crew sexually. To, to be be horrible, yeah
5: like, that was that was a little uncomfortable I so say.
4: the first thing and that I, he did uh, that
0: was weird though i was like is this just a tactic that he's trying to get simon comfortable enough to talk and i think it started that way but then he like got lost in his own tactic
5: and his it own like, weirdness yeah
0: yeah like is this room her room if she's not in here like
2: what
5: <laughs> yeah dude yeah he's does
2: that awful. seem fair
4: to you
5: does that seem fair <laughs> to you?
2: It's kind of the same thing as when River picked up the gun and thought it was a stick. Is mm-hmm. it still a gun if I'm not going to use it as a weapon? If I'm not going to shoot anybody River with it. Is still hers if she's wow. not here? It's yeah, kind of a very similar needs. thought.
4: And um, he... And I...
2: Sorry.
3: Go ahead, Josh.
4: I was, I was going to say, in my notes, I have, just a further point, this guy is absolutely insane, but also extremely smart. I hated the conversation he had with Kaylee, but you're absolutely right. He used, like, it was like he looked at them. Well, I mean, he was also following them for a minute and, you know, listening, listening to them. And he yeah. kind of figured out what their bigger weaknesses were and, like, you know, figured out how to uh, disable the crew, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it make so it, able it to makes extremely whole... smart. But it's like, he, dang, he dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> right. He heard their whole argument about River. So he's like, oh, I know what the, each of these people is insecure about. Like, right. So I can, because that's, that's what they're and, arguing about, right? Is like what and they're arguing of most.
4: Did anybody else notice how loud his freaking suit was?
5: He, he was like latexing was everywhere. Oh, <laughs> squeak, it was
4: squeaky Oh, my yeah. <laughs>
3: God.
4: <Yeah. laughs> like, I, every scene I, with him, and it's like, Argh! i'm gonna kill you yeah, like,
5: right
3: is. <laughs> it was-
4: of all the things that he says i
0: mean it's difficult for me because most of what he says like i can pick any of his lines and that could be my pick for this week but like his his specific thing where he's like am i a lion i don't think of myself as a lion like i've had moments like that not where i was insane right but where i was pretty sure i heard somebody say something Go that ahead. kind of aligns with exactly what i'm thinking and i'm like oh that's weird that you would bring that up i was just thinking about that and they're like that's not what i said at all <laughs> I'm yeah. like oh okay i don't continue yeah, on I'm with it straight. after that like he did but um and you know to be 100 percent honest i kind of do consider myself a lion does that seem right to you
4: does that seem right to you? Right to that was right, not fair. God, and he said that so much. I, and they, I don't know. I, I, really I liked, liked that they gave us two versions of for. Him. Yeah, and like I they liked gave him. us
0: one where he sounds cool, and then he gave us one where he sounds like an absolute jerk for having said that.
4: Like right. <laughs> and I feel like he would have been a good character if they wouldn't have gone so extreme with it. They they didn't go that extreme with anybody else except for maybe him saying he was going to blow Simon's brain out or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess that's, and, and psychologically Simon is like, Oh my God, my brain. Oh no. And it's, you know, psychologically with Kaylee, it would be the same thing. And then psychologically with, um, who is he talking to later on? Uh, even river like when her serenity when he's talking to serenity yeah and he's like trying to mess with her head as well it was so know, to was, this was a crazy guy
0: so i think this ties back to what i was saying about him being kind of an anti mao right and this actually also sort of ties into cameron from green shirt a newbie's trek through the next generation's point from his voicemail where Mal seems to always have these reflective moments of one-on-one with each character, right? And we've seen throughout the series that Mal is really good at providing whatever each of his crewmates need. For Zoe, it's a job. For Wash, it's something to fly. For Kaylee, it's you and know, a wife stability and something to keep in the air. Yeah, he calls her little Kaylee. You know, she needs a, a grown up to help her out with some stuff. In his eyes, you know, he gives Inara the freedom to go wherever she wants without uh, having to worry about the guild. You know, stuff like that. So. um, it's a great parallel if early is the anti mal for him to be able to immediately pick out all the same stuff that mal does except he uses it to his own advantage instead of as a way to help those people right Right. so he's like oh you care about your sister and you've got medical like experience i'm keeping you with me at all times because you're the biggest threat because you have the most to lose and you're the one who's gonna go crazy also love that he just straight tells him hey uh, the reason you're going to help me is because there's a chance maybe you'll catch me off guard. Like, how? Yeah, right. Well done was that scene. Right. He's so cocky, but I was like, man, that is effective. I
3: loved that scene. Yeah.
5: yeah. No, like Josh said, he was like an all-around pretty awesome villain. Besides the. Talking to Kaylee like that. Like that's like that's the unforgivable like, sin. Ain't,
4: ain't nobody talked to Kaylee ain't like that.
5: Nobody. But other than that, right he now? was like pretty interesting for sure.
4: Yeah. He uh he he made a good Firefly Fet. Fire fire fet. Firefly, firefly. firefly.
5: So I do gotta say one thing. As soon as we saw the ship coming in on Serenity, Topless Lemon. We were- really 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 hoping it was going to be reavers
4: that's true actually oh. kylie even brought that up she was and like is it going to be reavers and, and looked it, at me all excited and, and i got excited wasn't. and i was like maybe
5: so i guess that's kind, <laughs> kind the of the ultimate letdown of the series okay two i gotta say and i guess we haven't seen the movie yet too <laughs> <laughs> so i hope they point. address the reavers, <laughs>
2: reavers in the movie that's the a good reavers, point
5: do you say they do ricky i hope they do Oh, okay, just I was going to say, you Simon did not just ruin that for Just me.
4: him saying that, definitely. Kelly. Okay.
5: <laughs> so I want that Callie to happen. Kelly agrees with Ricky and
0: and, D and I. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Kylie. Go ahead.
5: I, I want that to happen, and I want Malin and Nara to kiss. <laughs> I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. understand
3: <laughs> the two That's things
2: they want. Big, and also
5: thing. Kaylee and Simon, too. <laughs> right.
2: such a big thing for so many people in fandoms is they want to see two characters kiss and finally get together After and that's all this time and that's not always me.
5: how i feel so when ray it's a and common freaking, feeling when ray and kylo kissed in star wars
3: oh i was my God, freaking pissed don't. off okay so please that don't. is
5: not always the yeah. case Kylie, um
0: i'm sorry what? are you suggesting that episode nine was not the best star wars movie ever made is that what you're trying
4: to say pause i'll answer <laughs> that for her uh correct. <laughs> I watched 15 minutes of that movie last week and had to turn it off. She's absolutely right no, she's in like, her I'm that it was terrible.
5: It would have been so much more magical if they were just platonic friends okay but when it comes to Mal and Anara you got you got these they're teasing each other this whole season
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
5: rest of us
0: <laughs> welcome yeah right. welcome intrepid dm we're so happy callie I was just saying that uh, Callie agrees with us about topless <laughs> Simon that makes every episode better like uh, that's and i was excited because intrepid dm roy is here with us he, he had surgery today he apparently passed out i'm so glad that he made it we're not even halfway through the episode i'm kidding we're about we're right about halfway through the episode <laughs>
3: yeah, Speaking um, of, I, mean,
4: I figured this would be a longer episode because it's the season finale and this is you know kind of a uh of a party of some sorts and because of how long jesse spends
3: talking oh okay i was gonna say
0: if ricky had any any notes he would like to cover from the plot up to this point let's go ahead and skip those now so the next thing i wrote down was (laughs) well
3: i do need to
2: say that one of my important notes it's one that i'm getting from jesse is more like dr Hardbody.
3: Yeah. Okay. Oh I God. was going
2: to
5: say, who was it, Rosie? No. Um. Oh God, who said that? Oh, yeah, no. Rosie, topless Simon is amazing. I was like, <laughs> um, who knew that Simon was so rock hard? Rich. Okay.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fake
5: Ryan We're talking looked about good. Mal and Jane being hot. No, it's Simon.
4: <laughs> fake, fake Ryan looked <laughs> real good. For oh. sure. Yeah, don't. I can't wait spaghetti. to rewatch this show
0: with Kylie. Like, Josh is going to be like, oh, my, my new thoughts and feelings. And Kylie's going to be like, is this a Topless Simon episode? Or Is
4: this the, <laughs> is this the one where I get to see his chest?
3: <laughs>
5: well, I was... Uh, dude, it was, Okay, again, with the Star Wars reference, but when Kylo
4: takes his shirt off, you're like... Oh, my God, Jesus. again! No, and I'm
3: not
5: even... I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan. Well, he's got the it
4: stupid, like... Well, he's yeah, got the no, he's pants got all the way beard. up past his belly button up to, like, his... Dude, those those <laughs> were those I mean, are space he like bandages. He's
5: gotten,
0: like...
4: gotten injured. Those were space bandages. Okay, make this them real
0: really bandages. About, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Star Wars on this freaking podcast, Josh. <laughs> Again, no, no,
5: yeah, no. So Simon... Miley brought it up. Simon <laughs> is a brick house, Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, uh, and I, oh man, I've been, I've been thinking about this, this whole episode. Um, just when topless doctor, (laughs) that's what you've been thinking about the whole episode. (laughs) Um, no, when, uh, Firefly Fett walks up to Shepard and goes, that's not a Shepard. and keeps walking. Mm -hmm. Right. I was just going to ask.
5: That left that with so many questions. So many mm-hmm. questions. Because mm-hmm. we do know sure? that he is somebody that he hasn't shared, um, whether it be Shepherd or not. But it sounded and like Homie early, like, was like, I know that guy that ain't no Shepard.
0: Right. He was dead certain about that to the point that oh, he right. laughed. And then he right. and think about he's it like, this way he's got dossiers on everybody in his ship. River goes in there and she's oh, like, Oh, you're this guy. Oh, you've got all this yeah. information. You know, all this stuff about everybody. So he must know that guy and that ship has access to information about who F. Book
2: is.
3: Yeah. So, and it's in not a shepherd, two... apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if I could jump on that, I don't know this personally, but I have heard that they flesh out Shepherd Book's storyline in the comics. So mm-hmm. there is a you know, kind of concrete ending to him. Yep. So we can hunt that down.
4: Cool. And we when, can do the, hang on Saxon. What did river say? I guess I, I didn't hear what, uh, what he, it what was probably when,
5: when he was the talking, beginning. He, well, I, he said a lot of things pretty fast and it, none of it was very positive, but I wasn't sure about what he had said that first sentence. And then the second sentence, I knew he was talking about Jane. I don't remember what the actual code is though. So
4: do you guys remember that? Saxton I don't. Might I don't be I'm sure Saxon's here. probably typing it out right now, but I don't. I she's don't, probably typing like that. a
5: mad woman.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's if, like I oh, oh, got oh, Yeah, put it in yeah, there absolutely. if you've got it.
0: I, I wrote that down, Josh, because I was I wanted to know specifically how you felt about that and Shepard, and he and he oh, he like laughs. He's like. Pff. I, don't
5: know, Shepard, I know, yeah like like He be was night. just like disgusted by the idea That you right. would call him a shepherd Like, I'm yeah. so curious I think
4: it kind of confirmed a lot of my Thoughts um, About About Shepherd that he's not all that he keeps saying that he is Mm -hmm. i mean throughout this whole series you get little bits and pieces of the fact that he's not a real shepherd and he just solidifies it
5: maybe he had some sort of past that he's crazy about and then became a shepherd like he never elaborated on when you become a shepherd you don't always have to do it since you're born you know like like a monk right kind of thing like who knows i think
4: you can
0: become a monk I don't think you have to be born a monk. No, no, you have.
5: No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But a lot of uh, sometimes, like that's one of the sort of like Buddhist monks. Um, Can you not be born a monk you because don't? Child. Oh, okay. I, you see could, what you're saying. I mean, people are born <laughs> the Dalai lama. Well,
0: <laughs> right, but yeah, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, in, Kai. In I was very theory. confused. <laughs> yeah, I was. I
4: was very confused. Oh. uh...
0: Did we hear mm. what River heard him say?
4: The interrogation, interrogation snippet? snippet? Mm. I the
0: this is really difficult to follow in text form. Saxon, if you want to put the whole thing, the whole thing in a paragraph, Ricky D will read it, I promise.
3: Yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> Ricky D, to that point, do you have any other notes that you feel like we have skipped over?
2: I think we're going pretty good. Okay. So the next thing
0: that I wrote down was early is the right kind of crazy to mess with. Like they, he's shown to be a little bit off kilter. He's not quite normal. And river picks up on that. And she's like, Oh, just tell him that I fused with the ship. (laughs) Go ahead, Josh.
4: I got it. Um, In one particular scene, Jane and book are talking about books, celibacy river walks into the room and we hear Jane, Jane's thought. I got stupid. The money was too good. Mm-hmm. An obvious reference to Ariel. Then we hear book thinking, I don't give half a hump if you're innocent or not. So where does that put you? Right. There it is. So, Sweet. I'm glad that she brought it up. As Just as I find it. Thank you, Callie.
0: <laughs> so if that's the quote you're talking about, sexy, uh, uh, Saxon, um, I think that that's a thought directed at Jane because he's he's saying you know i don't, trust I don't Jane. even even if you hadn't betrayed us i would already not trust you because i mm-hmm. or if it is pointed at river the first part is meant to be compassionate where he's saying i don't give half a hump like because i will care about you anyway doesn't matter to me if you're innocent or guilty because i'm all about you know redemption and forgiveness sort of a thing so maybe that's what it is thank you kelly d and thank you, Josh. Thank you, sweet Josh. So uh, I wrote down, uh, oh, so yes, River has is now trying to convince Early that she has become the ship. And because he's the right kind of crazy, it kind of works a little bit, like it starts to work a little bit. And he actually considers it for a second. He's like, wait a minute, is she a ship? And then for the first time
4: in I his considered entire it for a minute. For
0: his whole, the first time in his whole adult life, you guys, Simon reads a room and he plays <laughs> along.
5: Yeah. For, and he for, does a good job.
0: For five minutes and then screws it up. But still, he read a room, you guys. That's progress. That's character growth. Yay, Simon. He's learning. He's That's
2: why he gets Kaylee to proper feet up on his legs. That's how <laughs> we got to that point.
4: Hmm. Interesting. It was, I didn't even think it was about because that. of that.
2: I guess. I guess it
0: makes sense. It because no, if of She got me developed. good.
5: You can't even. Oh my god! You can't even see my eyebrows in this lighting. Oh. Eyebrows. Eyebrows.
2: <laughs> eyebrows. Eyebrows.
5: Eyebrows. You have know, a Big mouth.
2: Uh huh. Yep,
4: dude.
5: I'm totally t- and Like the chick that I'm talking about loves Firefly. How relevant?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> eyebrows. Um,
5: eyebrows. <laughs>
4: oh, man, you just. I just lost that whole train of thought that I had. Oh, <laughs> uh, talking about I, uh... talking about River pretending to be a spaceship. Oh yeah, that she's in the ship. And she that got me. It got me good. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, wait. So she was telepathic. She's kind of an right. assassin. Right. Can she seriously take over a ship like this? Is this a thing like is she about to like like L2 this from Solo and like take over the the Millennium Falcon? Is that what's happening right now? Like so... I really kind of thought that she maybe for a second put her soul into serenity or something
5: i you know? was like this is not about to turn into an anime you're <laughs> not about to put a soul into you know a freaking machine right now it goes um, into a machine which would have been cool um Dude. i'm thinking um i'm thinking a full it. metal alchemist is what i'm thinking of uh, i would have loved it but anywho no the, I, I thought it was crazy i think that that was really cool um <laughs> It, 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 even if she went into the ship that would have been a super cool thing that happened but then you know the fact that she had tricked him and i knew i had an inkling that she was in homeboy's ship <laughs>
4: right so, yeah she, she called it before i did she's like oh, i never he's probably say things ship, out like, loud
5: though because he's sure. always right and i feel like a dumb because she's trying yeah
4: roy found trying. that out didn't he
0: <laughs> well so. and she's trying not to be a josh and ruin the watching experience <laughs> for
2: people. Um, yeah, right. If I could talk on the is uh, river on the sh- is river the ship or not. If you're a slightly more casual fan of the show, like we've been digging into this and talking about character motives and that kind of thing, if you're just kind of more a casual fan, the river being a ship it, is a lot more sellable. And, and even still, because Josh has been watching it
0: under a microscope with us, and because he's never seen it before. It is, it's within the realm of possibility, Mm -hmm. right? Like we've seen sci-fi moments in this show. They just aren't like these huge sci-fi leaps. Like we just haven't had any moment where they're like, okay, we're going to slingshot around the sun doing 99% of the speed of light. You know, they don't do that, but there's no reason that they couldn't, for example, put a ghost in a shell. But yeah, I, I, I think that that's kind of my favorite part of this episode is that it takes advantage of the fact that we, as the audience, are in the same headspace as the crew of Serenity, right? We're like, we're out here, we're in space, we're alone, it's just us. And they're immediately like, how could there possibly be somebody here that wasn't here before? And then, I mean, the answer to that is obvious, right? Because there's another ship, duh. But because they couldn't see it on scanners or anything. Yeah, so because they keep forgetting that, we keep forgetting that so then when river's like i'm in the ship we're like oh my how did she do that oh right there's another ship so i'm gonna bring back this quote she did the math she noticed Jubal (laughs) early was there she goes there's somebody here that wasn't here before that means there's a second ship i'll go to the second ship she figured it out apparently concurrently with mal and they were on the same page which i thought was great
4: and I think I she love. figured it out way before. I think she figured it out at the very beginning of the episode cuz she could hear his thoughts and that's why she was walking around right. the ship to see yeah. whose thoughts yep. she was hearing right, and could right. not figure it out. Dude,
5: okay, genius. Yeah. Paplau, you just like exploded <laughs> my mind. That's exactly what was happening because she's walking around through this whole thing
4: confused. And she's
5: so confused. Yeah. And we're thinking she's confused because she's hearing everybody else's thoughts but no she's used to that Mm. she's trying to find the source
4: of of the the new thoughts
5: the weird thoughts exactly oh shit
2: yeah yeah, yeah. i would have just thought it was jane as the source of the weird thoughts
4: and and i don't know he's not he's not
5: dense enough
4: and i look at i look at mal as like a paranoid captain that probably wakes up every 30 minutes and walks his ship to make sure everyone's okay anyway yeah uh, that's what so he was like, doing when Jubal came into the ship exactly exactly and <laughs> i could see that probably never sleeps right like ever. i mean he was sitting up in his room just like yeah i'm just gonna i'll go walk around the ship for a second whereas you know?
5: <laughs> jane sleeps like a baby oh
4: my god his <laughs> face when he hears that thud i swear i thought he smiled and was like yes i get to go fight but no he's but like no. here comes the action scene yeah What's and then he was the like nah. <laughs> but yeah it he'll just, be in his he <laughs> was like upset I guess. he was upset that people were being loud outside the bunk right and, like, he's just like <laughs> don't make me get out vera
0: yeah but what i meant but what i meant was you know mal figures it out i think a split second before he starts getting instructions from river he's like oh it's gotta be oh there must be a second ship and then she's like okay here's what we're doing and then later on he's like hey sorry your brother screwed up your plan right like so i think she contacted yeah, him she, first and i that whole scene he got just, he,
4: he got that. knocked out he got right? knocked he's out very by Fett, and And they and he sent him in the thing, and then like after he woke up, like he woke up when they were in the standoff in the cockpit, and that's when River got in touch with both him and Kaylee. Yeah, and uh, so I don't, I don't think he got or she got in touch with him beforehand. I, I think that was just cap and stance that Boba Fett knocked his ass out.
3: Oh, sorry,
4: you know, searching the ship or whatever.
0: I, I was, I meant to point to the same spot in time that you did i met and i was trying to talk about the order that she contacted people that was no that's totally
4: my fault yeah 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 uh i I think she would would go to the captain first anyway to be like listen i know that you like don't like me or whatever but here's the plan this is what i'm doing and i need you to trust me yeah and no matter how much he didn't want to trust her he was like all right well i'm locked in my room so i guess i'm gonna have to trust you yeah so it, it worked out and i liked it (laughs)
3: Ricky D
0: is there anything that you feel like we have not allowed you to say up to this point
2: if wishes were horses we'd all be eating steak (laughs) there you go (laughs) I I think that this
3: Mm,
5: horse
0: scene where
3: (laughs) the scene where they're on the uh,
0: the catwalk right (laughs) and early gives that that little talk that little monologue where he's like you know people don't appreciate the shape of things and objects in space and the feel of things, you know, and and stuff like that. Um, I really liked those, that moment, um, because I feel like what he's saying is pretty true and it's, it's pretty fair, right? Like, um, he makes a good point and it could have been maybe the creator trying to make a point of like, you guys don't really understand what's great about my show and that's why you're canceling it. But for me, it just, it kind of does make me appreciate the show more because like Ricky has said before, I feel like if I went into Serenity, I would know where things are. You know, it feels like a lived in space. It feels practical and real. I love that the doors are also ladders, right? They have the rungs right on the, on the wedge shaped door that, that rotates down. I love that. Like, and then I also love, that we are right there with Simon like oh is this the this is the and he just points that gun without looking at him and says this isn't your moment doctor and yeah it's just yeah, yeah. Like, man this guy he's we'll anti-male. He <laughs> he's the anti male he's very yep. cool very cool 99% of the time and you know also super <sighs> awful but very very cool and collected most of the
3: time
4: mm. yeah i i i did like I I don't know. I like that whole scene where he's just standing on the edge. I think he did that on purpose. He's like, I'm going to give this guy a little bit of hope that he can take me, and then I'm just going to take it away from him because Mm -hmm. that's the dickhead that I am. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a power Power move. move. As his rubber suit keeps making the most noise, anytime his mouth moves,
2: I did refer to Jubal Early as Dr. (laughs) Bootsuit in my notes the entire time. Thank you. Like weird
3: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Boot suit. But that's so close to Jesse's Captain yep,
4: Boot scoot. scoot. Yeah. Captain yeah.
5: Boot yeah. Scoot.
2: Oh, Trying to be from Ricky to
0: accidentally make something sound like it could be associated with me.
4: No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm here I also to tear down, not build you up.
4: That's a that's that's a lot of things that, that happened in those early 2000s like late 90s movies i feel like they use the boom mic way too much and so like when you're watching a show or a movie you hear people get up from this the chair they're in you hear someone accidentally stub their toe on something like you hear all of that because every single show was made with a freaking boom mic and it just picked everything up Juba
0: early is a man who appreciates the finer things and the feel of things and objects in space. I'm a hundred percent serious. I'm not messing with you. Mm-hmm. That costume fits with his character, right? Because he wants to know that he's, in assassin mode he wants this yes. much fabric between him and the void he needs something quick but strong he needs to have a long range of motion he needs to have some protection built in like it and needs of course to
5: be loud audibly it needs to and be, yes. fashionably
0: <laughs> it needs to be imposing it's red yes. and it's squeaky like i just yeah so shauna terp Terpchick. I don't remember how to say that. She worked on the uh, Mandalorian costumes. That's she designed cool. Jubal Early's costume. So she knows how to make a space gunslinger, right? And she knows how to make somebody imposing. And think about it this way what's the opposite? Well, not the opposite, but if Mal is our brown coat, then our anti Mal is a red jacket, right? Yeah. I just well that's said. cool and was, that a, really
4: was that, that a jeopardy question this last week i feel like that might have been it. oh if you were
0: on twitter <laughs> this last week you may have noticed that we played jeopardy or jeopardy if you want to say it fast it's jeopardy with podcasts and we're shining a light on little oh. independent podcasts and trying to get more followers to them it's and stuff like that. It. it is really fun and i if i may say i have a blast drawing jeopardy clues on my phone like it's for some reason (laughs) ridiculously enjoyable but yeah i think that i think that the costume fits with his character and i think i'm gonna from now on in my head he's his name will probably be red jacket um but i i really i don't know if you guys know this Jubal early is actually the name of a real person and he was if i'm not mistaken he was like a a hunter way back in maybe the 20s or 30s if one of you has an access to a a central cortex connection uh his name is spelled differently
4: jubal anderson early born november 3rd 1816 died march 2nd 1894 was a virginia lawyer and politician who became a confederate general during the american civil war uh, trained at the united states military academy
0: so that's probably why he used that name for that character, because the, the legend goes that um, the creator of the red show, coat. yeah, he read this book about um, the Civil War and Civil War propaganda and then used that to form the basis for Firefly, which you can pretty much see, you know, all throughout the series. It's laid bare. They're not trying to hide it. Um, mm-hmm. Rebel Alliance, you know, that kind of thing. So,
2: um, yeah, it, it, yeah, a red coat. You know, <laughs> so there you go. Um, right, if I, I could tack on to that, ready. Jesse, uh, yeah. you mentioned that Joss Whedon read a book that kind of gave him the inspiration for that. And that was The Killer Angels by Michael Shara. And it's about the Battle of Gettysburg. So that kind of inspired the Battle of Serenity Valley and a lot of different characters in the show.
0: And uh, what does he say? Oh. Our angels are going to be coming over that ridge any moment and they're going to rain destruction. Oh. Something along those lines. Yeah. In the first episode. He's
5: like, ding, ding, ding,
0: ding. Ricky is and somehow nine, always two. like surprised and impressed that I remember or know stuff. He's like, oh, this guy, he remembers. It's just good information. It's a,
2: thing information. a, thing. It's a oh, connection okay. I had to put together. It's really good information. Gotcha. It's I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's good. It's like my first podcast ever, cowboy.
0: So um, I actually <laughs> I, did, I did make I did make one more note but I'll probably save that. So do you guys have any other uh, episode specific notes that you would like to talk about right now before we, now, I'm not going to say wrap it up, but before oh, we yeah, go to yeah. our next, our next step in this
4: conversation, it looks like Kylie does. Let's see.
5: No, no, I was
4: just, She's just looking it over. Well,
2: yeah. I just want to make sure we mentioned the oh. way Mal <laughs> kicked Jubal early off of his ship and just sent him spiraling through space
4: yep i did that's my next note is best slash worst death ever like yeah. i loved seeing that guy get everything that he deserved because oh, what a awesome. prick but it wow a horrible
5: way to die
4: wow horrible yeah hit your ship hit your ship on the way out and be like oh yeah oh oh right i'm a rapist i deserve this right yeah remember all this <laughs> stuff he said to kaylee i know i know
5: I hate you, right? and that's why i was like wow this is well deserved um, but what I really liked was uh, Zoe's sitting there. She's doing surgery on Simon or whatever. Because, like, I just, like, also, like, kind of just envisioned the conversation that they had. Like, so who, <coughs> you know, Simon obviously can't do it on his own leg. Like, so who are we going to pick to uh, do surgery on this guy's leg? Obviously, Zoe. Like, duh, the decision is Zoe.
4: Which makes sense, because the was it the last episode where... Didn't she work on the dude uh, when they were in war together? Kind of feels like so long ago that we watched that oh, episode where
0: yeah, I see what, yeah, uh, in the flashback didn't didn't Zoe have yes. a little bit of field field medical yes. yeah she yeah. I feel like she can do a little bit of everything because she's amazing
5: because she's like, like way cool. but like yeah. I just envisioned I envisioned myself doing that and then Josh's wash because he's like, let me get your brow. That's why I now. tell him to
0: take us out of the world at the end of every episode. <laughs> because
5: he's washed, right? So yeah. So no, I just thought it was cute. I really do love their little, uh, their dynamic, their little relationship that they got. He's he is obsessed with her, but she is also as into him for whatever reason, you know, because mm-hmm. she's Zoe. But she's, she's as well, into him, yeah. As as he is as into her. So so good for them, dude. <laughs>
0: Saxon asks in the chat, how about how Jubal was with Inara? How did you guys feel about that? It was like, why is he respect he's almost more respectful to her than he was to Kaylee. What
5: do you mean he hit her.
0: <laughs> but it was like, yeah, but it was like he didn't threaten her. He was like, I know that.
5: Maybe maybe because Simon was there.
0: I think it's because he knew threatening her wouldn't work. Like maybe. with Kaylee, you can just threaten her really well and, it, and yeah. it'll be fine
5: and she was scared you know
0: so for me well, it was almost like him going there is no other way to keep this woman in line like i can't i have no trick that will work with her i so can we're gonna only rely her. on this yeah. yeah like
4: and that if, if i'm not mistaken do you think that's that was a one... do you Go think ahead. that was a respect issue or not respect issue but a respect thing for um people like anara um I no i them. think C- companions? C- companions. C- companions i think it Thank was geez
0: because he's the anti-mal
4: and mal is able to
0: instantly recognize what other people need i think that he looked in her eyes and immediately was like oh this woman is not somebody that i can just speak about harming and she's going to back down like he can tell looking at her that that's not going to work right so <laughs> I think that that's was why was yeah i'm just gonna have to hit her like and this is the second i think this is the second time that she said or that he says you know does that seem right to you and this is the time where it's like oh this guy's a total douchebag i mean we knew he was a total douchebag right but the first time he said does that seem right to you you're like it's an interesting point i don't know if i agree but i could see where you're coming from and then when he says there that, was this a time, lot of like, that
4: you're like oh screw this guy <laughs> like this time there was like, a lot oh, of that with him pressed when he says that does that seem right to you
0: yeah i mean and he and that's what i like about the characters because even the stuff that he says that doesn't make sense makes you think like when he was like do i think i don't think of myself as a lion that's an interesting question and it's like that wasn't asked but it is an interesting question like you're out here you're stalking around as you know a pack of one guy you're a lone hunter you're you know, you smell the prey, you've been following the prey, you wait until they're all asleep, you know, sort of a thing. So, um, but yes, to your point, Saxon, she tried to use her wiles on him. I feel like Inara should have known better. I mean, she didn't have a lot of options, right? But I feel like Inara is a good enough judge of character and people to look at this guy and go, this is not going to work. So I feel like she tried out of desperation. And I think he I was going to say desperation. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, That was what made him go, okay, this is, you know, I'm just going to hit you because I don't respect you now. Like (laughs) that's how it felt to me. Go
3: ahead, Josh.
4: Uh, Just my last bit of notes for this, I guess, if we're clearing that up. Um, The last scene of Firefly is Firefly Boba Fett saying, well, here I am. And I feel like Fox did everybody dirty with that last scene. I mean, I know that it wasn't aired that way or whatever, but like, <laughs> that's a terrible way to end this series. I yeah. kind of, <laughs> of
2: felt like it was Joss Whedon saying that to Fox. He's going, "Well, here it is. You, there's, there's my show. You mm-hmm. fucked that- no, up. I'm sorry. You screwed up our show. Uh, you, uh, you made this incredible thing something that is never going to." Grow or expand. So, here it is.
4: Yeah, and like, was he saying that to his ship? Did he call his ship to himself? And he was saying, "Well, here I am for the ship to come get him." Because I feel like he was looking at his ship as, as he was floating away. Well, they and sent it was coming off. closer to him.
0: They sent it off in yeah. the opposite direction. Like, Summer
5: did that before she got out of the ship.
0: Yeah, she. They said it. They said it on a on a uh, okay. course opposite
3: now here's a here's a
0: question
4: i still think with his moon boots he probably had some sort of like correspondent to get his ship back to him well he
5: wasn't attached to his ship i mean he's got to have some ant-man button right uh,
0: yeah no because he didn't he didn't know river was on his ship until he figured it out so he doesn't have he doesn't have some kind of monitor on his suit that goes oh, hey there's somebody on your freaking ship. He he doesn't have no. some kind of proximity thing going on.
5: I'm just thinking that if he's he is taking that risk of leaving, leaving his ship entirely like and that was one of my questions. How is that ship staying there? Is it locking into the gravity of the ship?
4: It had latched on, I okay. think, didn't it? Didn't wasn't didn't yeah. they show that it had like latched on to the back of yeah. it or something? And when he drops down, he like attaches it to the ship.
5: Okay. So and that's, and I your, guess that's what why
0: to your you second point, Kylie. It? Yeah. I think he did it to even the playing field. I think he enjoys his prey having a chance. So he's like You know what? I'm going to go in there. Just me. Here's the plan. I hope it works. If it doesn't, I'll improvise. I'm pretty good at what I do. It should be fine. Kind of how Mal would go into a situation. I have a plan. If it doesn't go how I plan, I've got pretty good luck. And I'm great at improvising and thinking on my feet. And I'm quick with my wit. So eh, it seems like a fair fight. So I feel like he is so cocky. He might be like, you know, kind if I have to, I'll kill everyone, well, and if I have to, I'll kill everyone on this ship and then I'll fly Serenity in with River myself if I have to, like,
4: sure. mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's a slightly bigger ship. Who cares?
4: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, that was kind of my question. Like it, to me at the very end, it just looked like maybe his ship was coming towards him. But...
0: So I have a question yeah. here. Ricky D, you
4: might know the answer to this. I believe I've heard there's like
0: a deleted scene or maybe on the DVD, it's different in this shot, or maybe there's one more shot after this shot in some versions or something like that, where he says, well, here I am. And then it pans out to space, but then it keeps panning out and shows an Alliance cruiser, like Mm -hmm. sort of rolling up on him in space, so to speak. Josh, Josh, I don't recommend you look up anything that says Firefly Deleted Scene,
4: but. Well, that's too bad, um, I just did. Oh, yeah, careful.
5: <laughs> well, stop really uh, you know,
4: don't. You know, I haven't looked at anything. Of anything, I haven't looked at anything. So. Uh, I'm um, just looking at deleted scene objects in space.
3: So,
0: and if it is in there, either way, what do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like they put him there, to, like he's there, he's potentially a character in season two now because he's still alive? Or do you think it was purely a, you know, screw you, the network? Like, now it's over.
5: I was thinking that it opened up the doors for a second season. Just like, he would be another person who would show up like like Saffron.
0: Yep. Oh my gosh, Kylie. Character. Mm-hmm. What? Do you guys remember when Mal left Niska alive? Does that mean Niska now owes Mal a favor? Does that mean in the future when Jubal comes back and Mal needs somebody, he goes to a combination of Niska and Yosaf Bridge.
5: Oh and my God, like, that oh. would be so cool. Right, okay. So, and I think that that's what the injustice is here is there's so many opportunities.
4: <laughs> Dude, and I would even take a, a Firefly animated series. You know, sure. you don't have to do much I think about that's that. You could recast... Left. You could yeah. recast Shepard. You could, you know, and and a couple of the stars might come back and reprise their roles. A couple might not. But, God damn, at least you could kind of finish the story. I, even if you do it in one six-episode season, man, finish up something, you know? Yeah, there's I mean, so
5: many loose ends.
0: Willow is getting its own Disney Plus series. Why not Firefly? I would be totally fine with it if I, I got an animated series.
4: I think... Firefly will eventually get that especially with Disney Plus. Um and Disney knowing how much uh, the, the problem is Joss. Joss is the only thing standing in the way cuz he's such a dickhead. But like and that'd be the only reason they wouldn't revive it because it's his property and it like mm, it'd I don't be know one of those like controlling
0: world... interest in it anymore but
3: yeah.
4: Okay, well good because you know we could there could be other people that could write the story just just as well. Um but uh, yeah, I, it would be smart for them. I mean, they freaking they rebooted the Mighty Ducks for God's sake. You, you can't tell me <laughs> okay. you won't reboot the, the Firefly as an animated. It's series, good too, you know? by the way. It is good, but they it really, is. you know. From what I heard, it is. But also, who asked for that? I, right, right. Like,
3: <laughs>
5: Nobody asked. Nobody asked. You're right. right.
0: Somebody must have. But oh yeah, Saxon and Badger. Everybody loves Badger.
4: Um. And dude, so, can you imagine in an, anim- an animated series? The cool things they could do with it.
5: Who did we decide like, Roger was from again?
0: Uh, dude, River in an animated bad, series. But <laughs> River in an animated series, you could see all of like everything from her POB when she's doing Yeah, it, you know? yeah, it would like, I would, uh, really, it would really, really, really dig that.
4: Monsters, you could see actual monsters from the Firefly universe, like the aliens. I don't know. There, <laughs> there's so many opportunities there, even to this day, I think. But
3: So
0: if you guys don't have any other episode specific notes, Mm -hmm. I would like to, before we do, you know, like a a closing talk about the whole thing, I'd like to just really quickly get our uh, our first weekly segment out of the way. If you guys are ready for that. Ricky D, are you good? Josh, Kylie? Yeah,
4: I'm good. Sure, yeah.
0: Well, and in that case, our first weekly segment, as always, is going to be Simon Says. Simon Says, of course, is where we share our favorite quotes from the week's episode, even if they were not uttered by Dr. Simon Tam. Now, this is the last time we to do this with the series. For now, we are going to do more episodes. Like I said, we'll have bonus rewatches. It's going to be... It's going to be a beautiful thing, just like it always has been. But let's have Josh and Kylie go first. Josh and Kylie, what are your picks this week for Simon Says um, from this episode? I
4: mean, Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay, so mine was towards the end, um, and it was that moment that mal and river kind of had a connection when mal was helping river back into the ship and they have a little bit of a chat with each other and she you know he says i'm sorry your brother messed up your plan and she says he takes some looking after (laughs) i know it's not a lot i know it's not huge but that like is such a a cool reference to their sibling rivalry and and how he thinks she takes care of him, but in actuality, she's... or Sorry, he thinks he takes care of her, but in actuality, she's taking care of him. And I, I, I like that. And I like that Mal and her kind of got on an even ground, which makes me even more sad because I'd like to see more Mal River stories.
5: Yeah, where this goes.
4: Like, dude, I got... I got my my healer. I got my sorcerer. Mm-hmm, I yeah. got my doctor. Like <laughs> he's a, he has a whole RPG team now. Got the and dancing dude. assassin. And yeah, man, we've seen now
0: that the alliance has a system whereby they hand out bounties, otherwise known as quests. Mal could be getting quested every week in an animated Firefly series, Yo. just like The Mandalorian.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's an excellent, excellent pick. Kylie, what was your Simon Says this week?
5: So I'm going to have to like, oh, gosh, give myself with like a D plus on this last episode because I didn't write down the exact words and how they flow. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll
0: but give you a D we, plus
5: too. Go ahead yeah yeah no d plus is good um it's still passing grade uh (laughs) anyway um i really really enjoyed uh, right at the very end where kaylee and river were talking and kaylee was telling this story about how she had like boinked like a 14 year old (laughs) yeah and so like and and so uh, josh and i were talking about clearly she was she was probably also at like you know 16 or like she was talking in in the story it was fair yeah she was surprised that he was 14 but I still kind of got the 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 sense that she was you know not 25 or anything like that so I don't know I just thought it was kind of a cute exchange um especially coming from Kaylee being like she's supposed to be like in our minds This um, innocent kind of, you know, but we have seen before in an episode that she's not quite so innocent. But then this just kind of wrapped up just the fun, like the the mystery side of Kaylee. And I I thought that was fun. And I thought that was another cool thing that we could have potentially seen in a season two. More Kaylee.
2: Kaylee sex stories.
5: Oh, well... (laughs) <laughs> i guess the
2: book of kaylee more, Ka-
5: more kaylee yeah. backstory is what i'm if, trying to uh
0: <laughs> if megan from bedwetter behead is still in the chat i bet you she could link you some very nice fanfic that would send old
4: her. i'm her. sure yeah.
2: there's just um tons of yeah <laughs> P-
4: please do please do
0: so with that let's have our friend Ricky D from best flicks with Ricky D give us his
2: selection for Simon says this week. All right. I've got two of them. I, I wasn't planning on throwing out one of them, but it kind of incorporates what Josh was saying pretty nicely. Uh, This is when Jubal early is parading Simon around the ship and Jubal early goes, where'd she go? And Simon says, I can't keep track of her when she's not incorporeally possessing a spaceship don't look at me (laughs) so that was just a little more insight onto the simon river relationship and how difficult it could be for both of them and all of that but the one that i really wanted to throw out another Jubal early quote you know with the exception of one deadly and unpredictable midget this girl is the smallest cargo i've ever had to transport yet by far the most troublesome does that seem right to you (laughs) Does that, does that seem right to you? you? <laughs>
3: I
4: love that so much. Did I just that been mine. quote that should have been mine? Was does that seem right to you? No.
3: But uh
0: I did just find out that 41 minutes ago you're on here promoting your parents on another podcast while you're on my podcast. Are you kidding me? Ricky D from Best Flakes with Ricky D. You know how much I love Sean and sam and all the guys at cheap seat reviews and in covering road to perdition with them and that i listened to the episode of you talking about shutter island with them i just uh, can't believe you would do that to me ricky d but i'm glad like you're making pod friends you're welcome glad you making pod friends pod son that makes me happy no that's an excellent I do choice. if i had to yeah it's it's am an I, excellent am I choice, pod wife for simon says probably uh for 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 well we you're miss pod Pod, okay, I was like, I'm
5: not yet. Yeah, to I'm go with, to
0: go to with your mind. well, right? But to go with your handle, I mean, you'll learn that branding and consistency are important on Twitter, Kylie. Um, I
4: think, so. I think, uh, I think Jesse would be Pod Dad. I would be Pod Pa, like Papa. How pa- 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 Yeah, he'd be Pod pa- Boy, boy yeah. and pa- you'd boy. be, and you'd be Podma. Pod <laughs> Pod. oh, Padma Miss Podma, It rhymes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how many, okay, how many so, times can we get to Star Wars in this episode? Let's see. <laughs> All right.
0: I'm going to only talk about Star Trek while we're watching Cowboy Bebop. Um, so my choice this week for Simon Says is uh, it shouldn't be as significant as it is. It shouldn't be making me as emotional as it is. But the one that I picked was We're Deep in Space corner of no and where and that's it's so mal but it's also no and where it's so firefly right like it's the essence of the whole freaking show in one tiny little piece of dialogue and it, it hit me because You know, the first time I watched him say that in 10 years I thought that night was going to be the last night That I got to talk with you guys about this show So it kind of, it felt that way It was like, here we are, you know, like Jubal says And we're in the corner of no and where Where do we go from here? Our firefly is over, you guys What do we do? And I was just like, immediately upset and then I remembered, oh, yes, there's a movie that Josh thinks he's seen that he hasn't that we get to watch with him. and that's
3: <laughs> right.
0: So I feel better, but I I love this quote, we're deep in space, corner of no and where. Because the way that he says it, it does not even sound like he's talking about a location. It sounds like he specifically is talking about how everyone's feeling right now. We're on the run. We're running low on supplies. Nobody can make any money. Like our life doesn't improve. Like the best version of this life is still this, but with more money. Right. So it's like, for me, that, that line is a little emblematic of the series as a whole. And, you know, especially of this episode, having been the final intended episode, like it's, it works on so many levels, you know, because where does the show go from here? What happens when you get canceled? And, nobody had a chance to love you you know it's like i just i really like that quote so that was my pick this week and you remember i'm sure from the previous episodes that josh and kylie watch firefly with the subtitles so that they never miss any of the really good dialogue and i watch firefly with sunglasses ricky d because the episode is so shiny how shiny is it? I would love to just tell you how shiny this episode is, Rick D, but I couldn't do that. I couldn't just waltz in here and tell you what I think without hearing from my pod brother, sweet Josh, and his pod wife, Wiley Kylie, at Armcast on Twitter. Don't forget to follow. Josh and Kylie, how shiny is this episode for you
4: guys? Let's start with Kylie this time.
5: Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a solid 10. Um, it did wrap up some, like, well, I guess kind of the important, important parts. There was definitely some open-ended questions that I did have. Um, but I think I knew that this was going to be a 10 at the moment that my heart was pounding wondering what was going to happen with early coming in on the ship and with every, every other person that he had locked in their room. So when my heart was pounding, that's when I knew that was going to be a good solid 10.
0: I like it, Josh, how do you
4: feel? So I was going to give it a 10.5 until homie made some rape (laughs) jokes. So I'm going to give it a 10.
5: Sure. Sure.
4: I appreciate I your restraint,
0: wow. you know, Josh. That's very adult of you, and I appreciate that. That means a lot to me.
4: Yeah, it just really screwed my rating, man. It really messed. You me have up.
0: to, I and mean, <laughs> you have to take a stand on the things that matter. And I promise you, none of us are joking about this. Josh is actually serious. That's why he is not rating this beyond a ten.
4: <laughs> yeah, I literally would have given it a ten point five eleven, but that shit made me so uncomfortable.
5: <laughs> yeah, I was awesome. um, But other than that.
4: Okay. Other than that, that's all I got to say. 10.
6: That that brings
0: us down to the
2: Ricky D from best flicks with Ricky D. Well, I guess I'm going to be the one that screws this up this week. I'm going to give it a 7.5. While it's a really good episode and it probably deserves a 10. It is my favorite episode of the entire series. Uh, there was, and I'm going to go ahead and blame myself for giving it a 7.5 instead of a 10 because there's so much symbolism and there's so much going on behind the curtain that I feel like I missed out on a little bit of this episode. I think there was just too much to grab onto and it just, I need to watch it, I guess, from a different space and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a really great episode. It just didn't click for me the way it does for a lot of other people. So I'm going seven point so, five and I blame myself for the low rating. It's nothing to do with Firefly. So
0: what you're saying is you don't appreciate
2: the space of things. I uh, I didn't Because
0: do the you best just said you need to watch it. it in a different space. I was just trying to tie it back to the episode. No, I thought that was yeah, <laughs>
3: Everyone, no, slam just, a shot. Didn't
0: click this time. <laughs> brown coat pulled. Everyone, slam a shot. Ricky says, his "Favorite episode." I'm gonna take a shot at this name. Hello to Rexy's J in the chat. We're all brown coats. Happy to have you with us. I don't know if that's how that's pronounced, but that's as close as I'm gonna get. um <laughs> So, I don't know if you guys, you know how sometimes like Mal will say, "Okay, here's the plan." Right. And then he'll he'll take input from everybody and then they'll kind of change around how the plan was based on that input. And then they'll go from there. But then other times he'll ignore that input and say, no, I know what's best for all of you. Here's here's the plan. So we're going to discard Ricky's rating. (laughs) And my rating this week is also a 10 out of 10, because for me, it's it's an amazingly perfect illustration of the. I'm going to say it again, the anti-Mao, right? It's like, here's the complete opposite of him, but to all of the same levels of strength, right? Like he's still reading what these people need. He's just using it for something other than what Mao would use it for. And he's very intelligent, but he may not be a great man. Ah, He's an okay, maybe he's all right. Eh, He's probably a pretty bad guy, but you see the parallel right, that I'm drawing there. So it's like, I really, I think this episode functions nearly perfectly in in much the same way Serenity functioned as a nearly perfect pilot. I think this actually does function nearly perfectly as a season finale, maybe not a series finale, right? But as a season finale, I mean, just sat here and talked for 25, 30 minutes about what we want to see next, right? Like, Callie, I hope you're playing bingo. Let us know, let us know what's going on. Uh, if you have, if you can send us a photo of your card (laughs) so that we can verify your win, no, we'll take you at at face value. (laughs) We trust you. I'm totally kidding. We trust you. We, we, Mm -hmm. we hundred percent believe you. Um, so yeah, I just, it, it it almost functions as a perfect season finale. It makes us want more. I'm really happy that I can tell Josh, you know, again, there is more though the movie is set after this episode. So that, makes me
1: we have full cards okay it says bingo we got full cards
3: um, <laughs> that's
4: awesome. so i just that's good yeah, to know because me, I, yeah, I, I make sure, yeah i really wanted at least something extended from yes this. Yeah. so for
0: me this episode gets a 10 out of 10 and because there are only three ratings this week that count that gives a 30 out of 30 which means this is a perfect 10 out of 10 episode I can do the math uh, if, we, if we incorporate Ricky, if Ricky
2: D wants to. I support to the decision to throw okay. out my vote. I appreciate you
3: more okay, than you so, can possibly know, so let's know, do
4: Ricky this then really quick. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're just going to pull you the F out of here. And we're going to be like, hey, with us, it was a perfect 10. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yay, what up? Okay, all right, Ricky, you can come back now. Oh. oh, he blacked Wait, out. I changed it. I don't want him to have.
0: We didn't want him to see our disco lights. Okay. Wow, you guys. Oh, I uh, I, so before we go any further, let me. I know I haven't been talking much this episode, so let me just step in here and say this is, this is what I love about the sudden but inevitable rewatch. Okay. We have all of these wonderful beautiful brown coats here live with us in the chat for some of you it's 10:30 at night for some of you it's 530 in the morning um, you know it's 830 we there are literally people listening and watching all over the world and that warms my heart it, it, it's just like how cool is that you guys we decided in January let's start a firefly podcast and see what happens and what has happened is just... It's mind-blowing. You see the two pins on the wall behind me? That came from the premiere of the movie, Serenity. And that was sent to me by Saxon1014 in the chat. She's one of our Shepherds of Shine. That, it's just mind-blowingly cool. She also sent all of us T-shirts. That's how cool is that? Callie D made Sudden But Inevitable Bingo where you can check off all the stuff that happens in a typical episode. Somebody drops off the screen. I cry. Ricky D says it's his favorite episode. Like there's, (laughs) there's our fans are not just like people who watched a show and then we're like, okay, whatever. These are people that got to know us, that we got to know. I've had, back-and-forth message chats with basically everyone in the chat here like Mm -hmm. i've got all of you people on instagram my messenger my twitter like i i you guys spend time with me all week long you help me get through my work weeks to get to the sudden but inevitable rewatch and then when i get to the sudden but inevitable rewatch i get to spend time with josh who i've known since we were actually six like (laughs) I've, i've known josh for 25 plus years And I'm in my early 30s, you guys. Like that's insane to me. That's that that's family, right? Like, and that's that's kind of the point of Firefly. Like we've talked about, it's the found family. We're all sitting around the table in the galley, you know, making our plan. What's our next show, Josh? What are we doing next? Where are we going? And for Josh to take that step and say, You're the captain this time, and to really to really make that happen has just been, I mean, I think you guys can tell. I love being in charge of the show like there is kind of nothing more exciting for me and i love being the one to edit it and i love being the one to do all the social medias and say come hang out with us and book me too it's like that stuff just it blows my mind because i learned it specifically from josh josh has been doing it for five years and i got to see here's how all of this stuff works josh you know gave me the software and the hardware and was like here's how we do this like it's 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 like it's, it's family. Josh is family for me. I have known this guy basically my entire life. Ricky D, I met in high school. No, actually, maybe middle school. We might have met in middle school. I think it was but high school. It could have been high school. I maybe saw you and didn't talk to you in middle school. But we met in high school and we've been friends, you know, not the entire time through. It's hard to keep touch with everybody that you went to high school with but we periodically run into each other you know here and there and then we started quest me which is where josh and i were watching mandalorian which was the inspiration for sudden but inevitable ricky joined the live chat he was just like all these wonderful brown coats here and he was like here's my thoughts here's what i think and uh, you know eventually we were just like you know what dude come on you need to come talk about the show with us and now he, he is <laughs> yeah. He's a co-host of Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, and he is the main only solo host of Best Flicks with Ricky D, so that's mind-blowingly cool. Kylie, I have not known you nearly as long as I have known these other two gentlemen here. <laughs> but of course, as a person that keeps my brother Josh grounded and like, you know, realistic and responsible <laughs> and alive and functioning, like... That means the world to me because I know it ain't easy. It's not a job that everybody could do. So, you know, to know that we don't have to worry about that is is it deeply meaningful because I mean, I like I said, when you know somebody for that long, you really get to the point where you're like, if they're if if they're not doing well, it's gonna hurt my heart. And for me, I've been able to not really worry about Josh since you've been around. So that's huge for me. So
5: thank you. So <laughs> that's been a whole five years, and I gotta toot my own horn in saying that I have been here since podcast day one of Twist My Arm. It's
4: true. So that's true. That's true. She's true. seen the growth and the pain of this, this entire show, this entire network.
5: It's it's Josh's. It's Josh's.
4: She's been around. She's whatever. been around and and <laughs> listened to me and and heard me, which is really nice because not a lot of people will just even listen to me, bitch. Saxon <laughs> <So. laughs> uh,
0: says Kylie has blossomed during the course of the show, so that's why we're having her co-captain season two. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. sudden but inevitable and, re-bop.
5: and I'm I'm twittering too. <laughs> Tweeting,
2: yeah. So I'm Look twittering. At <laughs> Look at the growth, folks. Uh, if I, I could, just, oh, yes, go ahead, Echo please. some of your sentiments, Jesse. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you to Jesse, to Josh, to Kylie for having me here. A huge thank you to all of our fans, like Jesse was saying. Uh, If I could get a little personal for a moment, I have kind of been developing some just kind of antisocial tendencies over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And the COVID thing has allowed me to really burrow in and avoid basically anybody because I have an excuse to do it. And the fact that all of you fans uh, show up every week to hear what we are doing and to be a part of it and to be a positive influence in my life is just incredible. It's something I haven't experienced or really felt for a little bit too long. So thank you guys so much for being there and doing, being a part of this with us. I really, really appreciate it we love you Podson. Absolutely. we're very happy to have you
3: yes
4: <laughs> hell yeah
5: it was so fun. it's this was this has been a
4: i know i can't like i just like <laughs> i don't know it's hard to, to stop this i know we have another episode yeah, coming but like yet. man you guys are all so great i can't what? i like i don't even know what to say like thank you so much for okay. like telling me that stuff So josh is because... crying <laughs> a little uh, bit i think we all are <laughs> But no, it's like, it's, it's really nice to hear that stuff because man, the amount of work that we all put into this show is incredible.
3: Did we lose Josh? He
2: might, we might have.
3: I feel like right. he, he needs a second to, cry to Kylie.
0: Yeah. So um, while we wait for Josh and Kylie, Josh and Kylie, if you guys can still, Oh, there you are. We can
4: hear you. Are, are we, we back? back? We back. Okay. You're okay. Back. okay. So. What I was just saying is like, it's just so nice to have you guys here and have you guys aboard because I've struggled so much with this podcast for so long and I've kept it afloat on my own back for so long and had to, I've just been searching for you guys Mm -hmm. just for five years. I've been searching for people that are, you know, willing to, to, to hang out and be friends and, and start something and, and go and, and build on it, you know? And it's just it's really awesome to, to have you guys with me on the network. And it's the show has been like the favorite thing of mine in the last 10 years. I mean, it's, it's been too much, too much fun. And I, I am excited that we can, we are continuing this. Um, I'm excited that we're going to the same crew. I'm excited to see what season three brings. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want, I want Jesse and Kylie to be the newcomers and Ricky and I to be the, you know, Ricky yep. to be the host and
5: we're gonna do, yeah. like, it's,
4: I'm, I'm excited to see where this thing goes, man. Oh, that's going to suck. I'm so excited. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Kylie, so, did you have something?
5: I, I want to turn. I want to turn. Absolutely. Um, I, I, okay. Please. So, so no, I did start doing this with Josh, um, five years ago, mostly because I love Josh and I didn't really. Not that I didn't care. I mean, I do care about the podcast and the things that it had become. Um, but that's kind of where it started. And I just really want to say thank you to all the ladies here that like want to hear me talk and like, <laughs> you know, care about what I say and my opinions. And it just makes, you know, I wouldn't have started a Twitter <laughs> if it weren't <learned laughs> for all of you guys. So I think that that's really cool. Um, you know, and, and then of course to Jesse and Ricky, this has been a lot of fun. Um, Josh has, you know, come out with some really, really cool content and a lot of cool stuff, but this is something totally different, um, totally different sp- perspective. So I am so excited to co-host. I like officially you know i've I've been josh's co-host his co-life host for so long but me and jesse are gonna kill this. i
4: don't have to get to your own screen get to your own room
5: it's totally and i just (laughs) i just hope that you know like i know firefight is a certain fandom and people really love that but i hope that we have kind of created a fandom and that people will follow us (laughs) and, and have some more fun with us while we do other shows and just have fun together so
3: yeah you know,
5: it's been awesome,
0: <laughs> Kylie. I would I would normally feel like that was too much to hope for, but I can tell you, knowing the people that are watching and listening to us, because I do know them, they're coming with us. Like they they're. they're they're coming with
5: and us and not? i'm, I'm and really it,
3: excited
5: we're choosing yeah. another quality you know fun kind of fandom i mean it's mm-hmm. firefly-esque but you know totally different we're, we're diving into a whole different kind of pond mm-hmm. so
4: saxon i want to yeah, yeah. i want to I want to answer your your question there with the con thing. I am. I don't. I haven't even told Jesse or Ricky this, but I've been looking into getting into a con for a while.
5: Are they in Colorado? It's, ex- or in it's California? expensive
4: to get a booth, um, but oh. I am. Oh, I am like dying to do that within the next year or two, like two or three years probably. I, I really wanna wanna get to a con and have some sort so of So we panel did look and, into and that stuff. for
5: how much a booth was. So, and I think that if we planned it, I think we that we could we could pull some money and we could probably make mm-hmm. that happen. So that would be really cool. Yep. Why not? It's been so many years. We're at that Dude.
4: point. <laughs> well and it would
0: be, and be so much fun. To maybe help with that, um this is not you know to stick with the theme here i haven't told any of the people on the screen about this either um but i am designing a little patch that goes you know wherever you put your patches uh maybe on your laptop bag maybe in your backpack uh, but it says bound by law so keep your eyes open for that just something to put out there into the ether
4: hell yeah that sounds wonderful i i you yes. know there's, yes, there's so many, this will. show this show itself has given me and you guys so many ideas just for the, the fans like for for the people yeah. that watch us i want to get you guys some t-shirts i want to get you guys some coffee mugs i want to get you guys some stuff because like
0: have a good night sex you
4: deserve it so i you know <laughs> i i think that these are all things that as we move forward we're definitely going to start looking into and and it's... And getting because it's you know it's for you guys we do this for you guys it's not obviously we have a lot of fun but man the fact that that you're here with us that's yes why we still do it that's what makes it the
5: whole the the girl power thing (laughs) yeah so that's way cool that i've got you know people here with me or whatever but i also cannot wait to collaborate with the boobs ladies (laughs) Oh yes. that yes. is gonna be too fun. Yes, now that you're on Twitter,
4: you can actually message the, yes, boobs, the ladies boobs ladies <laughs> and yes. get on a show.
5: <laughs> I I've missed them twice, man. I know. <laughs>
0: oh, oh Saxon wasn't saying she's leaving. She's saying gotta go as in you have to go to the cons, not saying, Okay, I gotta later. go. See you later
5: so Our she's bad totally right <laughs> you know actually the last con we went to before covid we all went together but mm-hmm. minus sweet ricky d next time we'll have mm-hmm. to go um but we went with jesse and we just had a great time
0: yeah i denver, did. I'm actually the, the comic con in denver is really good like i i mean the guy I, let's not get into it but the guy in the galactus costume every year is one of my favorite things <laughs> So, oh totally, right
5: totally and yeah. yeah and i think that that's one of the funnest parts is you see all those people who um it's the same people who are really putting their whole life and their whole year into creating their costumes and it's just so impressive
3: yeah absolutely it is.
5: they should win prizes maybe they so do. they probably do. somebody does
0: i'd <laughs> like to do one more thing here one more official piece of ship's business cool. okay so now that josh and kylie have seen the entire series but have not seen the movie that takes place after the series. Keeping that in mind, listeners and viewers, Josh and Kylie, how shiny is this series for you guys? On a scale of one to 10, how much did you like this whole season of Firefly? I will give you 14 seconds to think about it.
5: I was going <laughs> to say, you want to go first?
2: I'm throwing out 9.875. 9.875. That's because right. you were just recently on Cheap
0: Seat Reviews, which is the podcast which reviews the Hollywood film industry for the greater good, where you talked about Shutter Island, and they love to use decimal scores. That's why did that, isn't it?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, it's just because that's the exact score I want to give it.
5: Okay.
4: Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we can't wait to see you was either, Roy. I that, was going to say Renfair.
5: Okay, so we're going for my birthday, first of all, Roy. Um, okay, so no, going back to Jesse, your answer, your question. Um... So I want to go ahead and give it a solid 9.5. I am taking that 0.5 off because I still cannot get over the dorkiness of the space cowboy thing. Okay. So dorky in my mind. It's, it's great. It works not talking crap, just stock it a little bit because it is dorky, but, um, but no, I like, I went into this, um, thinking that I was going to hate Mal because I hate that pretty boy, cocky kind of confident, not into that, but I love Mal now that the series is over. Um, again, a little bit, a little bit bummed that we didn't see, you know, and maybe we, we still have a little bit left to go in the movie, but gosh, like Mal and Nara have to end up together. I know. I know. I know. Um, So that's a little bit of a bummer for me, but um, I loved all the different the characters, um, the questions that you had with River and then that last episode, wondering the whole time what's really going on with River and still kind of not really even knowing the full answer of what's going on with River. Um, But anywho, no, I just thought it was really solid there's some questions yeah. that I do have still, but there was a Good lot of... Good point,
4: Saxon. She doesn't know what I she's was talking about. I was just thinking about. that same thing. I was yeah, just thinking thank that you. same thing.
5: Uh, okay, okay. So, I actually... <laughs> Look at her put her hands on the uh, yes, mic. She's no. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, hold up. all right. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. No, I do love Cowboy Bebop. I also thought the Space Cowboy thing was ridiculous with Cowboy Bebop, but still loved it, still. I mean, I can't... Anywho... Um,
4: and also, Saxon. Thanks for using Y E R as in, but yeah, you're but gonna you're, do cowboy bebop. Um,
5: <laughs> okay, just Saxon to wrap is up, though, fully on theme. Yes, just to wrap up though. No, I think it was solid. It had me on the edge of my seat. I laughed. I cried. My heart pounded. Um, it was just a solid, like, really good time. Honestly, that's all I can say.
4: Perfect. And I, man, so. This show is a little bit skewed for me. Um, there's some different things that make this show, as a whole, a ten for me, um, and it's it's not just the show; it's the everything around this show. The whole reason I watch this show, the whole reason, um, like all of all everyone here that has watched it again with us that loved this show. I, you know, I haven't watched Firefly in 20 years. Why would I watch it other than to do this podcast? You know, the, so the whole reason I watched this show was to do the podcast. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I wasn't like, I was like, okay, cool. Whatever, Firefly. Yeah, let's review that. Great. I've heard about it. It's, I'm sure it's fine. Um, but now I have so many memories with this show. Not just of the show, but... I'm going to be, you know, watching this show 15 years down the road. And I'm going to be like, Oh, this is Ricky's favorite episode ever. And someone's <laughs> going to be like, what are you talking about? And I'm going to be like, don't worry about it. It's an inside joke, you know? And, and that, that kind of stuff. I was at work. I think I told you this a couple of weeks ago, I was at work. And this guy looks at one of my, my pipes in, in the case. And he goes, man, that's shiny. And I look at him and go, how shiny is it? Dude. And he just looked I'm at me out, and, and I was like, I Never was mind. my office space but... and like, yeah, somebody and,
5: like it, it was like coming in the window, the sun. And so like, my boss was like, wow, it's really like shiny. And I am like, how shiny is
4: it? And that's, that's the kind of stuff that makes this show a 10 for me now. And I yeah, know that that's, fun. that's a lot of the fans and the, and you know, the people that love this show. That's why, because they have so many memories with yeah. this show. It's not because yeah. it's an amazing award winning, like, just incredible show! It's because of the memories. I man. find and myself what, yeah. saying
5: "Goramit."
4: Yeah, and, and I'm
5: like, did I really just say that? In yeah. My life? So,
4: and, so and a, that's, what, that's what gives me a ten. <laughs> so
0: there's a sir, I appreciate that. There's a, a service called Pod Chaser, which is it like you can leave reviews for podcasts and stuff there, and they put out a tw- oh, maybe it wasn't them to put it out. Anyways. Go to Podchaser and leave a five-star review for the sudden but inevitable rewatch. In the month of April, they're donating $0.25 to Meals on Wheels every time you do that. So just go do it for charity. and It's not even for us. And you can be mean in your five-star review. Just make it five stars. But they put out a question. One of those services put out a question that says, um, what does your podcast rhyme with? And immediately I was like, oh, that's no good because we don't rhyme with anything. And then I thought, wait a minute. Yes, we do. And I responded with, it rhymes with rutten, unforgettable biatch.
3: And I was like, (laughs) I'm really
0: proud of that rhyme. Because not only does it function, I think it perfectly encapsulates how much fun we have on this show. Like, I'm going to go listen to the episodes of us doing this again. Like, as the person who has already edited them, I am still going to go back and listen to them because they're so much fun because we had so much fun together and because we had so much fun with everybody in the chat. Saxon, Rosie, Polt, Rona, Callie. I mean, there's been so Roy, the intrepid DM. There's been so many people in our chat for so many weeks and it's just, it's truly heartwarming and it's very touching. And I, I'm so grateful you guys like I've had a, a blast with this show. I mean, for me, Yeah, it's not a perfect series, but when you rate it, you kind of have to take all of your feelings into account, right? You don't take all of the objective things into account necessarily. So for me, taking all of my feelings and stuff into account, I'm going to give it a 9.0 as a series Um, because it, it does have a nearly perfect beginning and a nearly perfect end to a single season but i would really love to see you know just more and and expand it over a couple of more seasons does all of this stuff hold together the way that it does over the course of one season that's kind of what i want to know and there's a few things you know I, I can't watch this show in a vacuum right like i have to, yes pull the sudden but inevitable re-listen it will happen <laughs> um so to go to Saxon's point about how some people say that the creator of Firefly ripped it off of Cowboy Bebop. I can't watch Firefly in a vacuum anymore because of the creator of this show. And I really wish that I could, you know, I really wish that I could only chalk up how much I love this series to the actors portraying the characters and to the other writers on the series and everybody else that worked on the series. But I can't do that because I know that that's not actually accurate so, because of those things, and because of how I feel now, knowing what I know now about the creator of the show, I'm going to dock it a full point for that. But I'm that still puts me at a nine. Like that's still a pretty good score for something as a whole, especially something that's you know not 30 minutes long or or something a single movie that's two hours. This is 14 episodes of television, and I personally give it a nine. So, Ricky gave it a nine eight seven five. Kylie gave it a nine five. Josh gave it a 10, and I gave it a 9. That's a 38.375 out of 40, or a 95.9%. That's pretty good. If, you, if we would have told you at the start of this series, Josh, we're going to sit down and out of 10, I bet you rate this series at least a 9.5 when you're done with it. Would you have believed us?
4: <laughs> well, probably you and like 20 other people said that
5: to me. <laughs> so I do I do want to go ahead and mention a particular friend of mine. Um I did mention him on the podcast before. Um he is the, the gentleman who tried to get me to watch the show in particular, okay? Mm. But he reminded Check. me of a fact that once he reminded me, I felt like a monster, okay? So he had given me a Firefly DVD He was like I think the DVD, whatever it was I think it might have had the commentary It had all the episodes It had the movie Serenity Everything on this particular DVD So I had it for months Maybe six months Never got around to watching it But our cat Alan spilled water And warped The entire DVD cover Oh, like Right, right, right. So after this guy had reminded me about what I had done to his copy, which is so unlike me, first of all, I am like really good at keeping things like in its place and like untouched. I had warped his entire copy of Firefly. And after seeing this and seeing how important it was to me, Mm -hmm. I was like, How are you friends with me still? (laughs) I
4: am awful. It's always the cats. I I know.
5: I know. So I felt really bad about that. I thought that I had to share that on the podcast because after he reminded me that I ruined his, like his Firefly DVD. Wow. I, I know. I feel like a monster. I am a monster.
0: Well, you will get him a new Firefly DVD. I can tell in your voice that you're like, the way this ends is I replace it and everything.
3: Uh, well, I'm no, seeing...
5: absolutely. He did just share that he gave it to a friend who lived out of state, and they are not going to be back this summer when he wants to rewatch it again. So I will be re-gifting him a new
2: I'm copy. looking at a full copy of Firefly, the DVD set, the complete series, for $6 on eBay right now.
5: Oh, <laughs> 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 I got to get on eBay Ricky right D. now.
2: Ricky
5: D. Time right, for me, Ricky. Oh, I'll gosh. pay you back.
0: <laughs> okay. So, you guys, we all love each other. We all know that. We love everybody in the chat. We all know that. We also could probably sit here and talk all night just to avoid coming to the end yeah. of our run yeah. yeah, the first season of Sudden But Inevitable rewatch. But instead That's of so doing cool. that, let's let's do a last little shout out to whomever you guys would like and then let's wrap this show up and then let's let's get ready for what's next which again is more firefly
5: (laughs) cool um i'm sure you guys have a lot that you particularly want to shout out but i want to shout out to saxon for being my number one fan (laughs) <laughs> That's cool. So thank you, Saxon. Yep. I have a fun. Uh, I'm excited. Good
0: night, Aunt Valerie. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it.
4: <laughs> night. Um man, I have so many shout-outs. Um we've had so many new followers on Twitter over the last couple of weeks. Um and it's a little hard to go through all of them, but I'm going to try. Um, the Saturday Morning Podcast, Jordan Panfill, Two Nerdy Podcast, Music Promo Site, Three Films and a Podcast, Audio Knots, Podcast Overlord, Lost Relics, who was actually on an episode. Um, that episode just aired on Thursday. It's a local Denver metal band. Um, guys were a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that if was you, fun. If you want to check that out, go ahead and check it out. It's anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search Twist My Arm. Um we got considered and cons- or, sorry considered and conceited film club, um, MD Licone Chic. I mean, there's so many new new followers, and I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah. Um, I although Sun But Inevitable is wrapping up, I am not. I am constantly podcasting all the time. Um, come come hang out with us on Mondays as we do the Marvel Canon Madness podcast. Um, we do that every other Monday where we talk everything marvel from comics to tv to movies to games to toys everything we talk about everything marvel um we do have our twist my arm interviews where we twist your arm into checking out something new so if you're an artist or a local business owner or uh, in a band or you know want to tell some fun stories hit me up i will get you on the show um just for a fun interview, you know, just a chat. And we can we can do that. So hit me up, twistmyronpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we have a new show starting in May for uh, Star Wars. I'm And like, I, I can't remember who said it earlier. I think it was Saxon, but she said, Josh is just begging to go on a quest. And it's coming. Quest Me is coming back, friends. And it's coming back with Mr. Justin from the Old Movement Podcast. And we're going to talk about The Bad Batch um i know you guys don't whatever but justin's gonna oh, come back yeah. and we're gonna justin's talk about the terrible, bad batch. And, oh, <laughs> no. i remember who justin is <laughs> if you guys if you guys didn't justin think
5: doesn't like firefly you guys, didn't, uh, you guys
4: thought there was a there was a rivalry between cheap seat and sbi just wait till quest me starts up again but <laughs> um I'm i'm super excited about that i've been needing some some star wars in my life again And I'm really excited to get talking about the Bad Batch. That's going to be in every other week, maybe even every third week show. It's not going to be like this one where we do it every week. But be on the lookout for that. There's so much stuff happening, and I cannot tell you guys how much I thank you, thank you for your support, and um, and and everything. It's
5: (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) to uh, you know me singing you uh, theme songs for Cowboy (laughs) Bebop.
4: we'll get there kylie uh, josh is that it for your shout out this week that's yep yeah, sorry i know that was like
0: five minutes no, no, but no, you're totally good man we got time best flicks um with ricky d is one of my favorite shows so i guess i'll hand this over to ricky d from best flicks with ricky d
2: i'll be a little bit more brief uh i was on like it's been mentioned a couple of times i was on cheap seat reviews those are some really cool guys it was a lot of fun Uh, If you're starting out on the podcast thing, they're very welcoming to new people and just kind of sharing their venue. So I really appreciate what they did for me. And it was a lot of fun. And Shutter Island's an awesome movie. Uh, And additionally, I just want to thank Film Rage, YYC, at Film Rage, YYC. Uh, When we were doing our whole Twitter follower race thing, he brought me into a group of uh direct messaging and like supportive people that are sharing each other and that gave me a huge boost and it's also uh it's really helping me define how i need to use the twitter world so i really appreciate cheap seat reviews and film rage for what they've been doing for me excellent excellent shout my friend
0: now i am not going to be that brief um I'm not going to take forever either. I promise. But what I am going to do is I'm going to start by saying um, on behalf of everybody here at the sudden, but inevitable rewatch, I want to say thank you to David black of at spatial anomaly, one patreoncom slash spatial anomaly, David black. He was, I mean, the guy is very good at what he does. And I kind of wish that he hosted our podcast because it would be more pleasant for me to listen to that way. It's not that I don't love to hear myself talk. It's just that I'd rather hear myself talk to an Englishman. Um,
5: He's dedicated till the sun comes up too.
0: He's seriously, that's not even an exaggeration. He has like stayed up until the sun came up to be on our show. Um, I want to say thank you to Cameron from Green Shirt, a newbie's Trek through The Next Generation. I would also like to say thank you to Marcy and Rob and producer John from Green Shirt. Um, they didn't guest, but when I guessed it on their show, they made me feel very well. And it was like, it was kind of like hanging out with you guys, except I got to talk, talk about Star Trek. So... I'm not going to say better. It was different. I really loved it. And I think if you guys
5: go
0: go listen to our episode on night terrors, I think you will have a good time. I'm not going to say I had more fun than I have with you guys because I didn't, that wouldn't be true. I had a different kind of fun. Um, I do also want to say thank you to Sean, Andrew and Sam from cheap seat reviews. Like Ricky was saying, um, when I was on Sean's show, we talked about road to perdition, which was a movie i had never seen before and I had a blessed um, and when Sean was on our show, he brought some great insight about how, you know, River's character could be read as autistic or, you know, just as a special needs child in general. Like she has all the tools. She just doesn't have the translations. And I thought that was a great point that Sean brought up. Um, obviously, I have to say a double thank you to Megan Carla from the Bed, Wed and Behead podcast, The Boobs, because not only did they come on and talk out of gas with us, they also saved our last week when josh and kylie were at the kitty hospital so thank you thank you so much to Megan carla definitely go check out bed wed behead it's a very fun podcast you will not be disappointed um i just you know of course we're gonna say thank you again to the intrepid dm roy he also guested with us he's also one of your co-hosts for the marvel canon madness podcast um, Roy is just this font of positivity and light in all of our lives at the Twist My Arm Network. And I'm so happy to have him aboard. And I'm so happy that we've been able to connect with him. And I, it was a blast to have him on to talk about the episode um, Trash, I believe. And that is where Ricky D and I had our disagreement about the trash cans. Now, of course, oh, yeah. I couldn't say thank you to Roy hey, without saying... Good. I couldn't say thank you to Roy without also saying thank you to Chip, who is the other half of, sorry, the other third of Marvel Cannon Madness with Josh. Um, Chip was sort of a, a last-minute fill-in for us. We were like, like, oh, dude, we had this plan and some things changed. Can you totally do this? And he was like, what episode and what time? I'll be there. And he came sliding right in, just like, like he does the on the, Marvel- in the
5: barn, right. Yeah, just yeah, just like yeah. he
0: does on the Marvel Cannon Madness podcast, he came sliding right in with the right attitude in the right amount of time. And yes, Kylie was stuck in a barn in the mountains that episode. <laughs> so I want to thank all of those people specifically, because without them, we wouldn't have some of the wonderful episodes that we have. And you guys made the show better. And I know that you think I'm forgetting Jake Hartline of HartlineShorts.com, but I'm not. I had a blast with my friend Jake. Jake is another friend that I met in high school, uh, same high school as Rick D. And to reconnect with him, you know, at this later chapter of his life where he's writing and, you know, doing all this cool creative stuff, it was just, I felt really privileged because I love reconnecting with friends. And he was kind of there the first time that I was around Firefly. Like we were in school together and he was one of the first people that I knew in real life that talked about Firefly. So that was that was really cool with me. Um, I think that's all of the guests. So from there, we should thank the Shepherds of Shine, which mm-hmm. are always in the show notes. Now, that's Saxon, that's Rosie, that's Callie. That's Pixie from Next on Stage 1. That's Michael at Glitter Rock. And then on Instagram, it's CapDK. It is popdeloc And... I think that's it on Instagram. Let me check really quick. I'm gonna feel bad if I if I don't get somebody's name. Um But the point is that like I have to go through a list of names to figure out who to thank here, you guys. And that like that blows my mind because like Josh was saying, he's been doing this show for five years, and I've been listening to this show for five years. There have not always been people in the live chat and people interacting and downloading every week and watching along live with us. And it's like, it's really touching. It's not just something that we're saying, like it, it means, kind of means the world to us. Um, and good news, everybody. That's all the shepherds of shine. I had them all off the top of my head. I didn't miss anyone. I, I have one more that. shout out.
2: But I, I need to hand the mic. I need to hand the mic to my friend, Ricky D because he has one more shout out. I just <laughs> wanted to say thank you to Jesse's mother-in-law for being here and watching with us as well.
5: Valerie, uh, yes!
2: <laughs> My aunt. But Aunt? Oh, uh, man, I'm sorry. Okay, that's what so how do
5: you, you pronounce for. that calde- caldeira? Caldeira. Caldera. The E before the
0: I is Portuguese, yeah. Caldera. Um, well, so that's yeah, not okay. quite Ricky, as funny. Well, but, Ricky, they've been people, very good
5: to you, I know that, so that's yes, good. Yes,
0: they have. Um, people who have nephews are referred to as aunts in case you, you were wondering. Oh, well, I yeah. appreciate that. No, it's good. It's a common mistake. It happens all the <laughs> time. <laughs> um, so thank you to all of our shepherds. Thank you to everybody who has ever followed us on any of the socials. Like, I just, you guys, I could sit here and thank you all night, and I would, but, like, my wife, she's going to get upset yeah. I've got a two-year-old child. There's all kinds of stuff I got to do. So I think I think we're gonna have to start wrapping this up. Um, so if you if you really loved this as much as I did, or well, that's not possible. But if you loved this, please go to Twitter and follow us at sudden butt. Please go to Instagram and follow us at sudden but inevitable podcast. Please follow my friend Josh at twist my arm class. Please follow my friend Kylie at MissMyArmCast. Please follow my friend Ricky D at Best Flicks Ricky D. And if you would like, you can get everything in one place at TwistMyArmPodcast.com slash SBI. You get all the videos, all of the episodes of the podcast, everything. And of course, you can subscribe here on YouTube or you can go to Facebook.com slash TwistMyArmPodcast. I don't think I have anything else to get to you guys. Do you have anything else to get to?
4: I think that tonight we should, I know this is risky, but I think tonight for the outro, we should play the theme song video for everyone else. If you would like, what do you think? think? The only
0: reason that I wouldn't do it is because I know we need to download this immediately for the audio when it's over but if you think that it won't get copyright struck in the first 10 minutes I say go for it
4: nope it won't it only gets copyright struck on Facebook it's fine you'll be able to download it straight from our streaming site so I just think it'd be fun for our for our viewers to see it one last time and honestly
0: we're very proud of it like I took a little bit of time putting the lyrics together but my uncle blasted this out of the park this is the uh, sudden but and the Ballad of Inevitability, and it is performed by my uncle Mark <laughs> Cohen and a choir of Renegade Angels. So
5: Ballad of week, Inevitability.
2: I have been Jesse. This is Ricky.
5: I'm Kylie.
4: And I'm Josh.
1: Take my pod. Take my cast. Take me where the shows don't last. I don't care. I still see. Episodes I pay to stream No more Din, no more Moff No more take that helmet off Now that Mando's off Disney You can watch Firefly with me